Exactly. <laughs> we on. We on with the jokes already. We on. That's the steady acid party where you don't want to know what goes on back there. Yeah. No, you well, don't. Well, this time he hosted it with Doja Cat, so yeah, you might be right. I seen a yeah. picture with him and him and I Spice. It's wild that we hear more shit, crazy shit about Diddy now back in the day. Like, well, I mean, yeah, everybody knew he didn't really hide now. And the term bad boy, he wasn't. They was like, you don't want to fuck with him. He will fight you. Welcome to the Don't Overthink It podcast with your host, my uncle, Dominican Johnny. I'm quite grown. Anyways, we back up in this thing after a little little hiatus. You know, some days I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Then I get up to the point where it's got to do it. Then it started feeling like work. And I was like, yeah, nah, I don't want to be go into it with that mindset. Like it's like it's work. You know what I mean? So say what? No doubt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I do this at my at my leisure. Uh, I earned you my should. yeah, I earned my leisure. But uh, we got Bruce yeah. B in the house. We got Vin Rock in the house. Shit, what's happening? Oh, yeah, we got a lot of shit to catch up on. God damn. Plus, you a new dad too, man. Like that takes yeah, that takes up some I time. Know, you know what I mean? Eight months now. Shit. As a matter of fact, yesterday was yeah, yesterday was eight months. Yeah. That's still new, man. That's still fresh. Yeah, but he kind of knows what he's doing now, and then he gets his his little moody shits where he just does his little the little handsome. And I'll be like yeah. looking at him like, yeah, you think that's gonna fly with me, bro? Just do me a favor, wine. man. Huh? Do me one favor. Hmm. If like two years from now, I you know happen to not remember, he almost gonna be three, and I'm like, yo, how old is he? And you hit me with a, oh, he's, he's 88 months. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not one of the numbers people. Like Yo, that. I'm not, I'm not, the I'm number not like people that. be killing me. Well, oh, he's 148 lot. months, man. Yeah, he's 11. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Some people take it like that. I don't know what. I don't understand. Is that a flex that you know your months like that? Like I don't know. I have no idea. Of uh, doctors visit. That's how the doctor talks to them, and they just pick up it. Oh. I didn't even think of that. Neither did I. Neither did I. Um, Yeah, we got a lot to catch up on. We recorded in, what, three weeks? Yeah, it's been three cycles. Yeah. Um, Have y'all, I I just think, I know, right? I'm like, I'm Tron, like we in Tron and shit. Um, (laughs) Four score, seven moon. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of it like weekly cycles, though. But um, I just finished Beef on Netflix last night. Have y'all seen that? I did not. I want to watch it. I haven't got into it yet. Yeah. In a nutshell, it's pettiness on steroids. That's all I, I heard. It's like Asians get into a car accident. It's pettiness <laughs> on steroids. That's that all I'm going to say. Yes, with, with the Asian version of pettiness on steroids. Was it funny? Yes. One single incident triggered a whole bunch of shit because pettiness. Because of petty. They were just being petty. Yeah. Yes. So the that's whole kind of ener- the energy of the world today. Is yes, pettiness. It's, yeah. It's, it's pettiness on swole. That's basically the, the the gist of it. I ain't gonna give you who's all in it. Or nothing. Just go yeah. watch it. Very interesting 
serious about how far you could just take something. So, <clears throat> but um, all right then, since y'all ain't seen that, I just it just got done this morning uh, downloading the, the the Survivor, the the Star Wars, the new Star Wars game for all y'all uh, video game heads out there. The new Star Wars, we've been waiting on that for a couple of months. It's, it's it's dope. I haven't even I haven't even hit play yet. I'm um, probably I gonna do that it. tonight. I'm probably gonna do that tonight after we done recording and shit. But um. Um, and I hope that dude shows up in live action or animated or something like Cal Kestis is dope. Is he the, the actor that plays him though? Was he in Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Was that him? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember that. I know he was in Gotham. He played the Joker in Gotham, which I thought he was great in. Oh, okay. and he was in Shameless. One of the Shameless, yeah, yeah, he was in Shameless. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Maybe I wasn't thinking of the other John. Or maybe I was thinking of Shameless. Um, but yeah, from what I've seen so far, though, that shit looks crazy. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, I got the deluxe edition, so I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I had to move a bunch of shit off my joint. But of uh, yeah, I haven't played the first one, so I'm way behind everybody. Hey, if you need to borrow it, man, I got it. Just let me know. I, I'll, do, I'll let you borrow it. I haven't had. I, it's so rare that I like dive in and finish the game that like. Oh, that's just complicated too, man. It's just tough this time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably like when the season lets up a little bit closer to the fall, uh, jump on the first one and then catch up on the second. But mm-hmm. by then, hopefully, they work out all the bugs too because I heard it's a little buggy. Mm. I haven't run into any bugs. Yeah, I haven't cool. played at all yet either. And I got the disc version too, Vinrock. So if you want it, just let me know. I just, you know what I mean? That's what's up. Me, PS5 games, you, PS5 games. Shit. Mm-hmm. Um,. What did we have to catch up on? Damn, there's been a lot of series. Y'all ain't caught up on Succession yet. Um, what other ones? What other TV shows did we have to get into? Oh, we have you to said, get, go ahead. You said Snowfall, but I feel like a lot of people cover Snowfall. But yeah, man, you're right. That yeah. I watched. I watched season one through. I watched it all like in a month, just recently. Me too. And then caught the last episode. Yeah, because yeah, I, I caught up. To the current season, it was like in the fourth or fifth episode, so I was able to just slide on in and finish it at the you know end with everybody else. And it's, yeah, it's a really special show. I hate that everybody's like pitting it up against the wire and making it yeah, like, I don't like that. Like you have to pick one of the others. Like nah, yeah. man, football is really special, but it's also a little like over the top, and that's what's kind of different and fun about it. It's not a fucking you know, it's not as broken down to technical as as wire is. And you can't really compete with that. They going for something a little bit more, um, you know, accessible and broad and just flashy. Mm-hmm. And that you also have like this ridiculously incredible acting performances that offset any kind of silliness you bring up. So it's mm-hmm. it's definitely, uh, Damson. He he just fucking holy shit! It was yeah. performance. We like watch him grow up. Yes, literally, because even when they do the flashbacks and you see his bare face, he looks like a completely different person in the fifth season. I mean, I mean, in both aspects, we watched him grow up on the show, but also grow up as an actor. Yeah, no doubt. See, what like other drinks was he on? Phenomenal. Though? But like, what other? I'm trying to remember what other shows was he on that I might have remembered him. And I, all I know I, from him from is Snowfall. He's only like 24. I doubt he even did myself. That's what I'm he, saying. And he's a British. Well, I won't say British. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's from the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a UK actor. But he did say, though, in interviews with him, he was that that was his main joint, though, like his biggest. 
well, American. He said he got on a series over there that was pretty popular that got him the eyes on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I keep hearing his name uh, mentioned for a Kang replacement, which I hope not. I, man, I, I, I not. Shout out to my man, Jonathan Major. I don't, I don't know what happened. Head. Shout out to my guy, man. Just, yeah, man. You know, I, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, up and coming superstar extraordinaire, something crazy. We're about to go see Flash with Ezra Miller in a couple months. That's what I'm day. saying. You know what I mean? He didn't get dropped from that shit. And how many other movies did he get dropped from? <laughs> he got dropped from a lot. Man, they dropped uh, him out from a... Uh, he was going to play Otis Redding, man. Imagine that. And he would have killed it, too. And they said he was going to do a remake of, like, Dennis Rodman, like some type of documentary or something where he was going to play a Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he's about to take over. I almost feel like they had to get him out of there. Or what exec didn't like something that he didn't do that all of a sudden all this thing's shit's just started? Yeah, because, I mean, he was everywhere. And then this happened. And then I haven't seen or heard from him since. Yeah, I'm, I'm, which he's probably supposedly low, but yeah. But I'm, I'm just hoping that one day I wake up to the news and it just TMZ all charges on Jonathan Majors have been dropped. Like I just hope that that happens because if they replace the Kang, I'm gonna look at the whole Marvel universe in a whole different way after that. He did drop the charges though, so it's just a matter of I no. Think but the just... DA, the the Manhattan DA though, is rolling with it. They yeah, yeah they it. still went through with something. Yeah, the job charges, but the DA is going to try to roll with it anyway, which is... And then all of a sudden, a bunch of other accusers magically. So all this really now, you know yep. what I mean? I, I guess that Kang money is a lot better than last like man in San Francisco money. Yeah. yeah. And then from what I'm hearing is like all the other studios before, because he has like, he's lost TV ads, about three movies, an army ad. Um, they was gonna put some uh, from t- some Texas college team was gonna he was gonna be in a commercial too and they add, yeah. Um, but everybody's still waiting on Marvel and I'm thinking Marvel's just gonna like well we played a long game fuck that this motherfucker signed up for doing yeah, all of that and who knows how much they up. and who, who knows how much they filmed already. Uh, I love they haven't made an announcement yet because even if they do drop them, at least it shows that they thought about it instead of just fucking knee jerking the shit. Yeah. yeah, and if that's the case, then why don't you drop Jeremy Renner when he was in this shit? He got in. He had a little domestic dispute too. And he and, didn't. I mean, it was a different scenario because he was on the way out. But yeah. I mean, I, like if if any, I mean, Disney is super super PC, so that's the type of shit that obviously we're worried about because they don't really play. They they're super about their image. But it's possible that maybe they're actually going to do what most what not most, but a lot of people are doing, and that is wait and fucking see and yeah. just fucking oh he was accused. He did it because why would they lie? Yeah, and then and then when they saying like other accusers are coming out, I heard it's just people that just didn't like him on set. Yeah, when you look at that's the funny part. Like the clickbait title will be like other people have stepped forward to to say shit about, and then when you read the article, it's like he wasn't nice to me. <laughs> yeah, it was it was vague as fuck. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, which Hollywood exec did you not want to circle jerk? You know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> positive, bro, like that's that's. I mean, I think that's what hopefully is is making me feel a little bit optimistic because other people that step forward is just like questioning his character, saying he just wasn't nice. And like actors can be assholes sometimes. So if you, that's what you got on him is that he was like a dick to you on set one day. <laughs> All right. Yo, let me ask you a question since you said that. Hmm. How many times have you been listening to a story from somebody you know and they were telling you about how somebody was mean or rude to him? And you sitting there thinking, well, you an asshole. So, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like every everybody, everything is, is so reciprocal quick to too. Be like, or is... they were mean, but it's like what? Did, sometimes meanness is is a reaction to your shit. Yeah, See, you that's know what I mean. I do though, because I play devil's advocate a lot, so I'll be the first one to be like, "Well, what did you do?" Yeah, yeah, and so like Bill Burr, like Bill Burr, like yeah, the snake bit you, but why? Were you fucking with it? Were you yeah, fucking yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. And that was perfect. Saying. And that dude is so promising. And then I keep thinking back to that one video clip. Did y'all see that? Um, who was she? Black lady short hair was interviewing him. And he, she snuck and uh, called his uh, school uh, art, um, his his theater teacher. Mm-hmm. And he just started oh, yeah. like teary eyed on stage. Like, cause she's the one that helped him out when he was going through a real dark time and shit. So it's just like that part yeah. touched me right there. And I was like, wow, he, I was like, this dude and I know that doesn't too give much. all the character. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm no. I'm saying I know that doesn't give all the character, but I find it hard to believe that somebody with that much passion like that. Yes. And comes also. I mean, he's a great actor, but yes. somebody he just shows so much passion. If it would have been a different person, like say this would have been Colin Farrell. That's his <laughs> name, right? Colin. I'd be like, you know what? It's possible. He looked like a dickhead. He looked like. <laughs> Yeah, now I know looks is deceiving and all that, but yeah, yeah I, ju- I just I hope for the best, man, because he's a great actor. Yeah, and, and something ever tells- since the beginning, man, I was like, this dude when he was in Lovecraft Country, I was like, I want to see this dude win. I thought he was a lot older than what he is. Yeah, but I was like, I want to see How this dude he? win. He's only thirty three. Fuck out of here. Yeah, bro, he just got that old face. September, <laughs> September ninth or something. I don't know why I remember that. That's dope. That's crazy. I just know he's younger than my wife. Every time somebody's yeah. younger than because I see my wife, she's young. Yeah. So when people are younger than her, I'm like, damn, how are young? Yeah. Like babies. Yeah. No the shit. So it's like if it was this, and this is this is I'm sure this is not going to be like the the most you know popular opinion when it comes to how to deal with this shit. But man, if if this was an isolated incident in that cab ride and he had a fight with his his wife or girl you know whatever mm-hmm. and it escalated to that my thing is is that irredeemable i mean we watched dana white slap his wife and on camera camera and that shit was a story for a weekend and it went away and he lost nothing no uh you know he lost nothing. no ads no nothing. advertisers nothing. nothing and that's not to say he you know is in the right it's just to say that people looked at his situation and was like man when you got a, you know, you got a woman and she's feisty and shit happens, like, let's just say, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was just a bad moment. A bad moment does make a bad man. Yeah. How come, how come like, you know, this is help, all the thing that is ever, like, that's, that's all y'all can find on him that he did this and say, okay, like, he did do this. Does that mean you are just a piece of shit forever? You yeah. done forever? You can't make one mistake, can't slip up, you can't fuck up, even if your wife is saying, you know, he's never done this, and I'm sure he'll never do it again, and, like, I, I, let's just move on. Think, yeah, but, man. And then like, it, that, he owes an apology, too. He owes his girl an apology. He don't owe me an apology. No, not exactly. at all. And and the fact that it's always when it's a black man, then it's other black people that pile on him ten times harder. Yeah, I hate that. I don't you like that You know what I mean? Like, like, Dana White, fucking Stephen A. Smith took his back and was like, man, I've met him before. He's not that bad. He's not a bad person, blah, blah, blah. But it was like, okay, they're the souls. You ignore that smack, but then allegations 
on this man and everybody had an opinion to pile on this dude and shit and even girls yep. was like taking up for him but then when you see all that like you said Vinny, when you see the oh uh, uh allegations multiple women da, 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 then everybody want to jump to a conclusion well maybe he he looks like now that i look at him he looks like he, he beats up shit. and all that shit is on the internet none of that is in real life and shit that makes me more mad than anything is People will take any angle to justify what they want to be true. Is yes. we oh, yeah. know something was up. He's too nice. We should know something's up. He's too yeah, charming. I saw that I was mad. It's the most, He's cause too it's nice. Because it's the most charming people that really be hiding in the dirt. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, really? Like you can't, you can't win. President. And then we wonder why nobody's nice today. Thank you. Shit, man. That was man. Ed, uh, man. I hope he gets <laughs> over this situation, man. Hopefully, it didn't happen. And the worst, I, case, you know, hopefully, it was isolated incident that you know. Hey, she's not mad, and it never happens again. That's between them. I, I mean, think about how many people would be employed in this country if anyone who ever made a mistake domestically lost yeah. it over it. Nobody would, you know. A lot of people would, you know, sitting at home too. But in Hollywood, you have to carry yourself to a different standard. Now. That's not making excuses, you know, justification for what happened. It's still fucked up. But at the same time, uh, they, they just human, too. Yeah. What you think of the text message, though, that they put out to thinking that that was going to fire that fucking lawyer? What a that fuck. was bad. That, that, that looked really bad. Horrible. Because it was basically like they would have been the better. First, off. The first line, bro. The first line was <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have went for your phone. Like it was basically her apologizing for making him mad enough to hit her. Like that was so bad. Why the fuck would they? Yeah, I, I can't cover that one. It it sound like like Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> it was bad. It, it was, was bad. And I yeah. thought, did nobody read these? Maybe they released the wrong one. Because <laughs> the only thing, it, the only thing it cleared up was whether or not she was still, you know, whether she was mad or she was okay with them. And, but that's not your. But that's not the argument. That's not the point you want to make because no. obviously uh, a batter, quote unquote, batter wife syndrome exists and people are just going to assume that's what she has. Mm -hmm. And she was like, they knew we had a fight. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, and yeah, has to work part of a fight, though. That's still not to, you know what I mean? It nah, don't it say like that. It's a, it's a super bad look. Like, why they would release that, I don't know. She'd have been better off just coming on, or the lawyer would have been like, look, just just make a video and just be like, look, I'm fine, you guys. We just had a fight. Nah, I she, read something. Nah. I think that would have been better than that text. No. Nope. The always tells you to shut the fuck up. Don't say shit. Mm. Why would you say that? The lawyer always tells you don't say nothing because anything you say, they can twist. Yep. Ah. Okay. And this we don't really have to twist. It just it looks bad. I I don't want to believe it at all. But when I saw those text messages, I was like, "Come on, man!" Whoever, yeah, whoever okayed that or thought that that was a good way to clear his name was. And then now they're showing like videos of her going to a club at like after the incident and shit. Like, yeah, well, and that the, but but that don't make it good either because that's exactly. almost like, see, look what she was doing. If she was beat up, that like now you feel like you're just fighting uphill. Yeah. And it's not good. It's almost like when you, if you have a friend and you talking to his girl and you're like, nah, he's a good dude. You're overreacting. And then he comes through the door with lipstick on his collar. It's like, bro, come on, man. Do you know what I was, I'm trying to help you, help me help, help you. you. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. He gotta <laughs> fire. He gotta get rid of his lawyer. Yo, that lawyer gotta go. That lawyer. was. Yeah. But um, yeah, Jonathan Majors, man, you are too good of an actor and too. You're too much of a contribution to not only the MCU but just to black culture. Period. You're too good of an actor, man. You got an old soul. You look old in the face already, and you already look like you could play any of these older like like Oscars was just it all. He's like one biopic away from an Oscar, like just like Jamie Foxx was and shit. Well, he's going he's going to get an Oscar regardless. It's coming. Yeah. Tell it may me. not be now. Now they, they he got if, this stain. If you could forgive, yeah. If you could forgive Charlie Sheen for giving bitches AIDS and fucking him after he's a HIV positive, come on. Charlie don't look like him though. Yeah, I know the complexion for the protection. That's sad. Uh, but damn, we went we went off topic. We was talking about Snowfall, but yeah, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jumping back to it though, so everybody saw the whole series, right? Yes. All right. Yep. And did you notice they pointed out a couple of things that? Whoa! What the fuck was that? Oh, that was the song. That was. <laughs> 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 it sounds louder for me than it does to y'all, though. That the K dot joint. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, some people pointed this out to me at the last episode. The the liquor store when when he asked when he asked my man for the um for, for like can I borrow yeah for the twenty. That that was the same liquor store that he was working in when he was when he was younger. Yeah, it was. That's crazy. It was like a full circle yes. moment. And I think he did ask him for ten dollars. Yeah, and he gave him twenty. Yeah, he gave yeah. No, I mean the first time on the first episode. Yeah. What the hell? Somebody else on? Shit. Yeah, hold on. Oh, what up? I'm like, yo, what the fuck is all that noise? All right. I know I ain't bugging. Hold on, let me mute this. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they, uh, you know, looking like Sean P. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he did. I jumped on real quick. He working a night shift and shit. He got a new gig down in B more and shit. So he got to dry, yeah. dry down there tonight or whatever. Um, but nah, it was just, I'm, I have, I have just one little pushback on the the finale part and roll with me with this. If see if y'all kind of along the same wavelength. The mind right. that he was already in the beginning, he was already 10 steps smarter than everybody in the beginning. He was already going to a separate school. He was already super highly educated, didn't right. drink, didn't smoke and everything. So he was already sharply minded. And I understand, granted, that his obsession over that money made him spiral out of control. But even when after Teddy got clapped and everything you're still that sharp mind. Even if you threw a little alcohol into it, I don't think you would have spiraled that, that bad, even though they jumped years, it was yeah. kind of strange. They did jump years, but I'm still thinking the same mind that could build that whole gigantic empire could do it again, even after a setback. Cause you know, they always say, you know, the, the harder you fall, the, the, the stronger to get, you know, the bigger to get back. So I was that thinking depends like, on if the get back is in you, I had, um, the same opinion when I had it spoiled for me the morning after the episode came out, mm -hmm. and then when I finally watched it, it it hit me at so many different ways, different levels. Because as far as the drinking thing, like we, I had that I hit home as as far as yeah, as my pop, you know, what I mean, I'd never taken a sip, so like that when he just took his first sip, like that always since the little kid was in the back of my mind, like because I never I never wanted to be like the people in my family who, um, mm -hmm. like. 
succumb to that type of shit, right? But then he, we watched him be so. I'm like, nah, he would never like just throw everything away. He was smart enough to to build it. He'd be smart enough to do it again. Yeah. But when you see how the episode unraveled, right? It it didn't. It did a good job of explaining how it wasn't as simple as oh, you just go and just go get some more because it wasn't about just losing the money. It was about all the students he committed to making that money and it meant nothing. Mm-hmm. So in his heart, in his head, he could justify shooting his boy. He could justify <laughs> losing his mother. He could justify losing his father. He could justify losing his girl. He could justify killing in cold blood. He could justify destroying his neighborhood because at least he beat the system. And then without that money, all those things he did just like caved in on him. So yeah. it has nothing to do with his intelligence. It had all to do with his heart. And we seen from the first episode where he was like, he couldn't pull the trigger because he was too nice. Not, not the first episode, but the first season where he couldn't pull the trigger. He needed a trigger man back in the beginning and him grow to someone who was callous and cool hearted. All that shit was just a fucking fake shield. So that way yeah. he could live with himself because he had all, he, he built a house around himself to, to protect his own, you know, psyche from what he became, right? And without the money, everything just fell apart and it made everything that he didn't want to be possible because it just wasn't worth it anymore. So it was less about intelligence and more about just depression and, and just fucking the downward spiral. So it, it made sense to me because of what he just wasn't able to mentally handle what he lost. Cause there's plenty of people who are addicts who are fucking way smarter than any of us will ever be. 100%. But, it's, but it's, it's something that snapped or broke in their brain that doesn't let them access that part of their world anymore. The power hungry. You think you're saying the power hungry and the lust for the power and everything just clouded everything. All of the logic and everything that he had in his mind to get it. Everything that yeah. he, everything that he was able to keep at bay because of what he had. When he lost that, yeah, it the, opened the floodgates. The money it, was his safeguard. His money, then his money probably his money justified the murder. Yeah. And and when he didn't have it, it probably you know. That's when he turned to the substance. Right. So the substance could substance. stop. Because he was probably well, thinking about it constantly. Substance. Mm. Alcohol became the new wall to protect his mind from all that. Yeah. Mm. It happens like that, man. I've, it's, it's the syndrome that they say, like, um, let's say somebody goes to prison for, you know, something small. It was a big crime, but it's their first time. And, you know, it just something that just happened, an accident. A lot of them dudes go in there still good, good heart come out monsters because they have to be a monster inside and then when you come out and there's no need for the monsters or soldiers that go to war you go you get sent over there and you you're told to be a monster to kill but then when you come back here you're expected to just switch that off and that's why a lot of people do turn to the substance because the substance will slow your brain it'll slow all that down Mm-hmm. Yeah, numb I, it. At least he didn't. At, at least they didn't make him a fiend, though. If they would have made him a fiend, no, he I'd was have been a fiend. Fucking pissed. Now nah, he was an alky. He turned nah, into bro, his father, he basically. Fiend, he turned into his father. That's what I mean, he was. And but I like that they changed. I like that they didn't make it easy. Like uh, he went to jail or he got shut up. I like that. Yeah. They, like 
the shield where he like he had his worst fear like just being you know an out of control and out of but and of course and of, he of course he justifies it we're like i'm homeless i'm free i got no chain but yeah that course, was a weird yo i that that thought that he had right there that kind of blew my mind because that kind of have y'all heard stories about that like um like and, and Palo Alto, like over there in Cali, you know, Silicon Valley and everything, like you can see a yeah. dude on, the, on like bummy as shit, but on the, on the books he got twenty something million and shit. Like some people literally just don't want to live within the confined system and shit. Oh, Dre yeah. joined the room. What up, Dre? Yo, yo, what's happening, <laughs> sir? What's up? What's up, gang? What's going on, guys? All it was right. good. I think about that sometimes when talk people talk about like uh, you know the homeless you know you know epidemic and shit like that like there's so much more we could do and this and that but it'll never be perfect because there's a lot of people who that's what they like you could do everything to help them but that's what they want yeah some people that's true mm-hmm. there was a lady it was late just to join in with you guys yeah, there's a lady that lived downtown uh downtown harrisburg outside of the old ride like she just lived there she had money everybody knew she had money but she just wanted to live outside she didn't want to be controlled by anything she lived outside mm-hmm. i think she passed away maybe like a year or two ago Yep. Well, she was a known. She was a known lady. She's a known lady. Everybody knew her. Like if you've ever been downtown Harrisburg, you've seen her. But she had money. I mean, she had family. At least, at least she had family for her. That was a fact. She was more. Thank you. She had family, but she just didn't. You know, she didn't want to be helped like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. This may be on outside the topic, but out in California, also, I've seen firsthand yep. with my own two eyes. There's people who live in San uh, San, San Diego. So expensive to live in there. There's people who live outside, live homeless, like in tents and shit under the bridge, but they have jobs. They have nine to five jobs. Yeah. They tied down to that rent and all that. Yeah, that's the two thousand plus dollars a month. You know, they rather like shit. It's nice out here all, all the time. I'm yeah. About to go out here and live in this tent and you know shower where I can and you know go to work. You get a hotel once a week, twice a week. Yeah. So you can take a hot shower or something. That's speaking of this homeless. See, speaking of that. Have y'all heard the story? I don't know if it was on Vice or it was maybe a YouTube documentary I saw about the underground city under Vegas when they yep, built their yeah, tunnels yeah. and shit. And there's people that yeah. literally live down there, no bills, no nothing. Huh? I think it got flooded out. I think it got flooded out though last. Either was it last year when they had the real bad flood? I think it was a real like the real bad flood that happened last year. Yeah, I think yeah. it made. I think it may have got flooded out. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a whole tunnel system, and they go up. They go up above ground to work and everything like that. But they just don't want to pay bills and none of that shit. I was like, so, so they was wow. like Dennis Leary and them and uh, demolition, uh, yeah, demolition man. man, yeah, and more and more and more and more. Seeing the cows down here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you more, think, more if you think about it, though, it does make sense. Like, for real, like, I mean, even the fact that I think about my mortgage, I'm like, all right, I'm paying to live here. I'm paying for this, but if for a pipe ruptures... 35 years. But if a pipe ruptures outside of here, I'm responsible for it. But if they hit me with eminent domain, they can take off my sidewalk and make the street wider if they want to. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, and then you're paying you never for really this. own what you own, what they say you own. You never yeah. really own it. And then I'm not here enough to justify even having it for real. <laughs> you about to say, man, I'm, fuck them kids. I'm, I'm Yo, I'm telling you, I'm really not here enough. You about I to get a, like van. a lot of people aren't. <laughs> yeah, you're not even home enough to even justify the rent. Like if you do, I bet you if you do dollar for dollar, it probably don't make sense. It's just a place for you to stash your shit and sleep. 
<laughs> well, not you extent, anyway. I'm a, yeah, I'm a homebody like a bitch. You doing your thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, for so me, this earned, is my business. It's my earning that. The the yeah, the residence is my business, so to speak. You always in the office. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, super employee ass nigga. He's stupid. What? <laughs> Dr- Drizzy, Drizzy, you jumped in. We was we was talking about uh, snowfall and shit. How everything went full circle. Did you complete it? Man, I never even started. Uh, I'm sorry. It's really I, don't good, people, I don't know how many people told me they were like, yeah, hey, snowfall. This. I'm like, I, 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 I well, if it makes you feel any better, I when I started watching it, they were already mid season four. So I just started watching it one day, just randomly. It was like, all right, everybody's talking about this show. Let me just start on episode one. And from then, I kept doing, 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 going. So yeah. by by the second episode, you're really going to gonna like it. I, I know yeah. you, Dre, you like the street shit. And you're going to like it. Just watch the first episode. If that don't capture you, then it, it just ain't going to. Yeah, it's one of them shows that you, you can run it back. Yeah. Okay. You can uh, run it back. I heard it. Everybody's talking nothing but good, nothing, nothing but positive things about this. And I, I just still haven't got around. Like I, right. I watch rerun. I've been watching. I watch rerun the power first. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just one of those things. Plus, like I said, one, another thing too. Like there's so much content. Like I can really go up yeah, right now. Yeah. I can just look at it, anything I want to right now at the, at the click of a button. Here I can watch whatever. So it's mm-hmm. like kind of hard to dedicate right. yourself to watch one. You know what I mean? It has to really interest me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ak, Ak, what up, man? I know you at work and shit. Is there? A lot of people around you, or what? What you, uh, nigga? I'm here on the island by myself. Ain't nobody in this motherfucker. I just heard you, you say. You like TV? Uh, I told you, I'm an overpaid, fucking highly paid, fucking babysitter. All right, well, you, got, you got TV near you, the games on. You got TV near you, the games on. Yeah. Nah, we, they, they, we can revisit this conversation again. You see the games on right now with the fucking bum ass Lakers. Y'all just let y'all just let James Harden whoop y'all. We just seen that. Yo, I swear to you, this is in, this is, I was just in Vegas last week. We were we were sitting there at one of the bars in Vegas. The six the Sixers eliminated the Brooklyn Nets from the uh, from the playoffs, right? Yep. The boxing match, Javante Davis is in uh, little baby. Little baby is, is James Harden's guy. He's sitting there. I'm making a joke. We're all pretty much joking, saying, "Man, he probably hopped right on the flight as soon as this game's over because they just swept him." And sure enough, the motherfucker really did come out to Vegas. No as, soon as, as soon as the shit was over, he was right on the plane out to Vegas. That guy is something else, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah, I wanted man. to talk about too on this your Vegas trip and shit because you came to a revelation that I didn't think you was gonna come out your mouth at all when you was all like, "It's well, kind of like you outgrew it." Kind of, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, you! You could go out too. king." I mean, I just told you, I didn't say it was about so much as about going out using nuts. got to get in where you fit in. Like, certain situations ain't mm-hmm. for everybody, you know what I mean? You can't be a certain age and be standing around in a club full of kids, that's, you know what I mean, that's your kids' ages. Now, if you are going to be in a club like that, you need to be sitting down somewhere and enjoying your drink. You can't just be, you know what I mean, amongst them, amongst the kids, you know what I mean, if that makes sense to anybody. Sitting at the table with a spade deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Be, I can't. It was just a, a different situation now. The times are different now. Times is a lot different now, and yeah, you know, you ain't want to be the I old just, nigga in the club. I mean, I'm definitely wasn't the oldest nigga in the club, but I just knew my space. I know my space. I know where I get in, where I fit in, and that you know, what I mean, certain situations ain't for me. That's me. That's how I feel now. Johnny be like, "Yo, we're going to conference. Like, I ain't got no fucking conference. <laughs> you know, somebody, I'm a fucking grandfather." <laughs> I ain't got no fucking concert, man. This is like Slick Rick or somebody. 
It's a bunch of other old niggas like me, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is, I, that's, I mean, I'm kind of like on the same. You know what I mean, both too, as far as concerts. Like, I ain't really going to go see no little little young niggas. Like, you know, I don't got no energy for that. Nah, I, I am going to go see Souls of Mischief in June. Whether y'all go with me or not, I'm going. That's not little niggas. That's little niggas older than you. I don't know if I can get off work. It's the 30th anniversary of of 93 Tales, so they're going to perform the whole album front to back. I have to see that. That's a bucket list. Yeah, that's I'm fire. Sorry. And it's only twenty five dollars, so I'm there. And it's right, right there in uh, Baltimore Soundstage, so I'm there. Yes, that part I only know one song, and that's the '93 too. And he too, for real. I know that, I know <laughs> that whole album. album. I know that whole album. <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, back in those days, yeah, you did kind of like people kind of like certain albums were like you know wasn't a new thing. We just heard one or two songs. Certain albums you kind of like listened to the whole thing well, from yeah. the back. Yeah, because back then, no, that shit was an investment, though. You had to invest that money unless you had, like, Shakur the bootlegger like we did, but... I just did a nigga yesterday, too. That's funny. I just did a nigga yesterday, too, yo. Yeah, me, me and Dre had the luxury of living on State Street, and two doors down from us was one of the Muslim brothers that sold incense and, and tapes, so... Even with our little bum ass five dollars every now and then, Dre would get one, I would get one, Nikki would get one, and we have three brand new tapes. Even though the, the print would be side A would be yep. side B and side B would be side A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that little get back to like, hey, bro, man, this what they playing, yo. You gotta give me another one. Yo, yeah. This is what they playing. Yo. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Like back then, no, this shit was an investment to get. Like if it's an album, like think about in '93 when fucking. Uh, Midnight Marauders and Enter the 36 Chambers came out like unless you was getting it like that or if you, you a high school kid that was an investment to spend fucking $14.99 on one or the other unless you had it like that then you could buy them both but shit let me let me, let me tell you something and I'm gonna combine two things we was talking about <laughs> Go ahead. in 93 I was homeless but I was working and going to school but I never had money cause all I did was buy tapes and batteries baby <laughs> tapes and batteries and so that, batteries. Mid, that midnight marauders drop i posted yeah. up outside the mall skip school posted up i was like you know what i'm gonna get the tape i got fresh batteries i'm gonna walk to school and bang the marauders and that to me is one of them albums i still know it front to back yeah i pretty yeah. much know all that whole but yeah, them yeah days, the man, struggle of batteries when we was in high school to this day oh to this day, I keep a full pack of double A and triple A's in my junk drawer at all times just to feel yeah. yeah. rich. I was about to pull mine out just to show y'all shit. You goddamn right. That was a luxury back then. Little bastards don't know what the fuck they got. Oh, I right put now. a I put a four hundred one k on some door cells. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> now that y'all mentioned midnight marauders, go ahead, yes, I sir. And again, this I just had this conversation with not with the bus or somebody else. Like, why isn't Q-Tip mentioned when we talk about producers? Absolutely. Like, he's never in a fucking conversation when he's the pipe. He's, he's in my conversation. I just that he's underrated. For the large majority of people, it's even worse. He's fucking unknown. A lot of people don't even fucking know he's a producer. That's true. That's true. That and, is true. And, and when you think always, of, yeah, when you think of Q-Tip, you think of A Tribe Called Quest, The Group. You don't think but that's of what he Q-tip, always did, the singular producer. Yeah, he usually didn't put it in the credits. It's just Q Tip. It was either yeah. the Uma or it was Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest, right? you know what? I never, I never really looked at the credits for that. Like the large pro ones. I know the large pro ones was in there. Yeah, and, you know, the extra. But he said he, it was produced by Extra P. I didn't know that, that was large pro until later. But yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit. And then when I find out that he made a bunch of 
like you know he did the one love and i thought it was just he just did the outlet but then you know we start reading credits and it's like oh shit this and he responsible more. for giving the, the infamous like that like he he yes. put a lot of work on the infamous and that's what was the one. first q-tip record outside of chocolate what that he produced Groove is in the it's like no nah, i don't know it was, uh, that's the one i was thinking of the janet jackson joint uh-uh. The first record that he ever produced outside of the Child Called Quest catalog was Gangster Bitch. Oh, oh that's right, Apache. Shit. Oh, man. Oh, Yo, shit. Man, I forgot about what. that. Holy that shit. beat. That, oh, my God. Yeah, that was his a first jazz sample. Yeah, you didn't realize it's a jazz sample? Yeah. yeah. I hear it now. Yeah. That's the first drink he did. Oh. What? Damn, and that yeah, was nine. Yo. That was, it had to be 90 or 91. 91? That was 91. No, it was about 92. Cause was, oh, wait, wait, wait. Because Naughty came out in 91. Oh, yeah, 90 came out. No, that was 93, actually. There you 92 go. or 93. I thought he yeah. made I thought he made Grooves in the House, Grooves in the Heart by um, uh, D-Light. Yeah. D-Light. I thought he produced Ooh. that. I, I know he's on it. I, that's what he's I'm saying. Talking, correct, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, I, but I thought he made that. Mm-mm. That was Boosie Collins and D-Light. D-Light themselves were... were uh, the Spanish dude to be dancing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the producer. Oh, okay. I could have... Oh, yeah, he's shit. a famous house producer. All right, all right. I could have swore it. He looked like maybe I was watching some Music oh, Factory man. dude. Yeah. yeah. Did I, thought y'all he, know? I thought he looked like the dude from, uh, shit, the fucking, uh, what's the, the, the Will I Am group? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, he looked like the dude from Black Eyed Peas. Another one. It's underrated. Oh, yeah, Will I am as a producer. People don't right. give me, I'm telling you, I'm gonna make t-shirts say I'm a black dude that like the black IP. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Cause they just IP. don't get no they don't get no props in the urban. PF though, PF. Uh pre Fergie though. Correct. We know the gimmick. We know we knew the gimmick that they gave him. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna be mad though. It worked. So Yeah, it definitely yeah. worked. Yeah, but it, it everybody everybody no has that story. Yeah, <laughs> everybody has that story mixed up though. A lot of people, I, I, I me myself included, I thought it was a, a racial play too. But then uh, there's a whole documentary on the singer and Will I Am's actually in it and shit. And it was like, uh, there was everybody was like, no, everybody, she didn't leave just because we picked a white girl and we wanted to get more appeal. She honestly, Jimmy Iovine wanted her to get more naked and take more clothes off. And she was like, nah, I ain't doing it. So he so was, wait, did, it, did, did they make Fergie take her clothes off? I mean, no, nah, he, he wanted, he she wanted got a little to, bit more nakedness. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he wanted, he wanted more of the sexual appeal to it. And she was more like the Afrocentric type. She's like, yes. nah, I'm not doing that. That was like telling Indy Irene. That's like telling Indy Irene to go, you know what I mean? Hey, take off your shit but, and rhyme more sex, you know, sing more sex. That story is funny. That story is funny because we, I've never looked at the Black Eyed Peas and looked at Fergie as like a sex symbol or like any kind of like anything that has to do with like appeal. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Even that lovely lady lump bullshit does sound like a fucking, you know, Mickey or sexy song at all. It just sounds like some kid bop shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, she like, was okay. on Kids Incorporated back in the day. <laughs> oh, she was? Oh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. There you go. A little fun fact you ain't know. Um, yeah, she's like from the Mickey Mouse Club. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, and now that we got Ak on here, too, we could tackle the one subject that I've been wanting to tackle for a minute, which was uh, was like the breakdown of Ramadan. And Ramadan just ended, what, two weeks ago, Dula? Yeah. Yeah. So for all us uh, non-Muslim pork-eating fat fucks, 
uh, could you uh, <laughs> break down Ramadan uh, like like the, the actual the you know from inception like the spiritual aspect of it? Well, the, the whole concept of Ramadan. Ramadan was the, the month that the Quran was revealed to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. So that's where the significance of that coming of it being just the holy month, and then the significance of the fasting is to understand and uh, what's the word uh, empathize with those that don't have. So you know what it feels like to go hungry all day. You know what it feels like not to have this or the comforts mm-hmm. and the creatures that you normally would, would easily have. So that's what you do. You you empathize with those that don't have. So that's where the, the fasting comes in from. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay. okay. And, and, then, and then when you fast, you fast from sun up to sundown, correct? Correct. From what does that represent? Sun. What does that represent, though? The sun, like going with the sun, like what is? Is there that, any specific? Okay. That, one, just... that one, I don't know. I'm, I'm no scholar, so let me put that out because you know dudes get touchy when you talk about Islam. Yeah. Don't see the right thing. So I'm gonna say first of all, I'm no scholar. I'm just going from what I've been practicing for over the last fifty years of my life. But um, yeah, because Dula Dula's fifty five. So when did you become Muslim? Though you came Muslim what sixteen? I came Muslim when I was uh, twelve, thirteen. Damn. I, I, when I first came in, I came in through the nation. I was, I was, I was a full time wear. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what, I'm that's what everybody did. It was back in the, the early early 80s. Farrakhan was hot. Farrakhan was hot. <laughs> what? You said it like he was like, like, he said it like he had a, a mixtape out. He was the, yeah. he, Farrakhan was the original influencer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, then the... the, the the research of Malcolm mom. X and things of like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm a part of this. And that's how I actually became, and then I had to go to the to the mosque to play basketball. And that's how everything changed my life. Especially, you know, not having a father figure in the home and stuff like that. You see the brothers. So, you know, you, you get attracted to the brothers as far as like, man, look what they're doing. And as a 12-year-old, you know, you, you, uh, you have something to look up to. Because you remember, like I said, I grew up with Larry Davis. All of us used to go there and play ball. Mm-hmm. You know, some became more infamous than others. Hmm. Yeah, and for those who don't know, do y'all know when he says Larry David? Do you not? Do y'all know who he's talking about? Hey, how's it going, man? All right. <laughs> None of y'all know, right? Dre, Vinny, Robert. Oh. When he's talking about, he went to school with Larry David. Do you know who Larry David is or was? Davis. Uh, Davis. Yeah, heard Larry. the legendary Tariq Trotter mention that name before. Yeah. Larry's the most up. Um, Man, me and Larry literally grew up together. Me, Larry, Tracy Morgan, all of us from the same neighborhood. Kevin Childs, all of us. Yeah. As I said, I, I, I'm shocked. I just don't. I, I just never got caught up in none of that stuff when I've been around these dudes my whole life. Mm. Hip hop. Matter of fact, fun fact. Larry was 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 a DJ. It was me, him, Greg Nice, all of us. We used to rock with our Paradise for next Clan. He was like our mentor. Mm. And Cool Herc lived up the block with us. And we used to we used to rock with uh the Herc Lloyd. And this was a guy named JC, which was one of the DJs from Cool Hurt. Because not too much people actually seen Cool Hurt DJ. He had a bunch of younger DJs that DJ. Really? Yeah. So he was the Dr. Dre. He had the Scott Storches around and shit that was correct. Like, got you. Correct. Got you. But he was the helm. So yeah, you had to follow him. I see Cool Hurt. I, I see, you see when, when we when I was talking to Kaz that day? I'm like, yo, Kaz. Man, do, you see them dudes every day in the bar. Tell you the same story every time they see <laughs> no, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all know you wrote Sugar Hill. We know that. <laughs> yeah, the Ghost Rod Sugar. Yeah, we met him, and he was in Philly, just in a random rap battle joint. We was like, "Holy shit!" 
Yeah. And you remember I won the contest? Because I said, I was there. Yeah. I was 14. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, my man won. I said, I so, was there. That's um, why I won. Yeah. I, uh, to jump on, so, so if y'all don't know, just Google Larry Davis on YouTube and see the documentary, how he got into a shootout with the cops and he was like the Bronx most wanted criminal for, and he was hiding in plain sight. Yeah, it was a crazy story. He got into a shootout with, with some cops that was trying to, what were they trying to extort him? No, what it was, he, the, the cops used to have him rob the drug store. And then when he stopped doing it, then they said they had to get rid of him because he had too much evidence. But the funny part is he actually won the case. And what they got him with, he beat, he beat he beat the whole case him and his lawyer, but then they got him with a gun charge from another crime, and that's what sent him to jail. But then this was uh, shooting the cops, he got away. He, he beat the case. That's that's the part. That's when they they were killed, and then eventually did thirty years later. Yeah, because he only had like I heard that they killed him like a week before he had to come out. He was getting literally, out. literally, he's on his way out. Yep, transitioning down. Wow! So they just held that vendetta that whole time. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an interesting mm-hmm. documentary, y'all. If y'all y'all ain't seen it, Google um the documentary of Larry Davis, true story in the Bronx, and shit. And the stick up kid <laughs> got into it with the cops, and yeah. Which is why I'm hard pressed to talk to them about anything. <laughs> don't, ask, don't, don't ask me how my day is. Don't ask me nothing. Hmm. Nothing. So I'm, I'm gonna tell you nothing, Johnny. This is another one. Remember the whole uh, pay the fool thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know the character uh, that played uh, uh, Ace's uh, sister's boyfriend, the one yeah. that the eventually glasses. came back to yeah, yeah, that came back to rob him. Yeah, Kermit. So, yeah, the actual character that was based on him was this dude also we grew up with named Derek. He was the one that actually set up that whole robbery. He's yeah. also from the Bronx too. I mean, the Bronx got some infamous people now. Damn, and yeah, the Bronx, I, I, I don't. I, out of all the boroughs, man, I'm telling people they talk that Brooklyn shit. Brooklyn ain't nothing like the Bronx. Bronx is, is a fucking zoo, for real. Yeah, I'm motherfuckers. That's what I've always been told. Yeah, I remember when I used to go up there to, to go see Ock and shit. We, I used to go up there like twice a month to go cop some fucking fake purses downtown and shit. And I would go uptown and scoop him and shit. And he'd be like, yeah, that's a McDonald's right there where, where they found uh, um, AZ's, uh, his brother's hand, uh, finger. Finger, yeah. And then McDonald's was still there. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, Damn. You know, yeah, the, you know the thing. The, you know the thing that always amazed me that story. Even back then, I was like, "How come they didn't have the money?" Mm. You know, what I'm saying they were going to my all the money they get. They didn't have fifty thousand dollars. How Yo, much did he ask for? Like fifty thousand dollars. I think he wanted was more than fifty thousand. But still, I'm, I'm saying even then, back then they was really getting money. I'm like, how come yeah, they didn't have yeah. the money? And and hmm, that's the it might it might have been a re up week. Yeah, it was all of assets. They only they had all that money in assets. Yeah, they had it in cars. Yeah, cars and jewelry. They mm-hmm. had uh, actual cash. And this will bring us to you know when we were talking about the, the ending of Snowfall. Mm, yeah, bring around full I, circle. I need to know. You know, we hear about you know AZ Rich Porter. You know all the drug dealers. I'm sure all of us knew some drug dealers coming up who no longer here, or they just fucked up. So. The question is, have y'all ever seen that lifestyle transition? And I don't mean Jay-Z. I mean, like, personally, have you ever seen that lifestyle where they was in it and they came out fine on the other end? Yeah. Some people transitioned and, like, scathed, but 
I've seen. Hmm, let me see. Drug. Well, oh, you mean personally though? You said personally. Yeah, I've never seen it. Mm. I mean, maybe, maybe one. This one person I know. As far as I know, they never went to jail. They never, you know, and they still cool today. And, uh, they, and they're out the game, but should they ain't tell? I can tell you this. I know. I know a bunch in Asbury alone. I can't mention the name, but there's some I'm talking about really getting it, and you won't even know it, and still getting it. Well, see, that's the thing. If we don't, if we don't even know, that's the like I'm talking about the, the drug key. dealers that everybody knew. But that's the, the key. Dude. Well, see, but yeah, the flash is what gets you though. So I mean, I don't it's know. like Vincent. Like like, like Vincent, Everybody talks the. Alphos, the rich porters, AZ. When them dudes, they, they, they was getting money. Don't get me wrong, but the dude that really was getting money was this guy named Fritz. He literally ran off. Fritz even didn't have a car. Fritz walked around with a, a fisherman's hat on and a, a champion sweater every day. Wore the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. Showed the five million in. Yeah, and there was some. Well, I know. Hmm. I knew somebody though. They they were working. They had a full time job and everything, and they were slanging something crazy, like full legit job, manager position, all that shit, and it was quiet, get quietly getting it. But it, it was, yeah, but it even was that, but they fell. But that 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 person, that particular person, they ran for a, for a couple, came back up and got bagged, and then got back out, and then started from square one again. It was like Gus. Yeah. Remember Gus? Yeah. Well, that's the show nobody talks about, man. That was probably one of the best shows ever on TV. Fucking Breaking Bad. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that was because that's not your average hood nigga drug, you know, drug dealer show. It was it was a different perspective on it, like a dude from a totally different walk of life and shit. I think that's what made that one so intriguing because the wire you kind of see it coming you see the rise you see the fall you see the deception coming you see you know the bitches and everything coming in and shit but like with with breaking bad you didn't see none of that shit coming you know to a certain extent anyway now listen, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought the wire for a quick minute i don't mean to go off topic no it's all right but we were talking about one time who's more ruthless was it was it was it mike aka uh 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 then what was Mike's name? In the, in Omar, the Omar, Omar, Omar coming, Omar, Omar coming, or yeah. Chris? I thought Chris was more ruthless. Yo, Chris was. You see, nah, Omar had a code. He he didn't do yeah. Chris. Didn't care. There it is. There it is. Right there, the code. Chris did not care. He had morals. Yeah. Morals. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. That's why he was so mad. The one episode where they tried killing him on Sunday with his taking his grandma to church. Yeah. Mark says, "Don't do that to me." I was. I'm going to tell you what, too. I'm going to tell you exactly how I'm going to prove to you that Chris was ruthless. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris was just like, yo, uh, Bull said he got to go, so he got to go. Like, it wasn't it wasn't even a thing for him. It, it was it was punching numbers. I, that's it. And I don't know if you guys remember this either, because I, 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 that's another show that I went back. I, once a year, I go back and watch the whole uh, Wire series again. But, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed or not. The reason why you're right, you're all correct about Chris being more ruthless. If you did, if you noticed, you know, I don't know if you remember the episode where he took out uh, Michael's dad. Yeah. Michael's dad was touching on him. Yep. I think I think he was touched on as a kid. That's oh, why he beat him. Yes, because when he, he said beat, it, and when you saw how timid he was, he beat him with his hand. He beat him. He beat him to death with his hands because yeah. the anger came out of what happened to him when he was younger, 
And that's why he took it out on uh, uh, Michael's dad. And that's yeah, what eventually he gave him murder. People. He and, had no emotion. Chris right. was ruthless. You remember the one episode when they said, yeah, we got to get rid of all the New York boys? He said, yo, man, you know, yep. Tank Tank? He said, Tank Tank? He said, what show are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> said, yeah, that's like, who, who young leak be? No, yeah, we was wrong the one who time. Who young leak like, be? Snoop <laughs> mm-hmm. said, yo, you wrong. He was, I guess he knew what he was he was on there or something like that. They answered it right, but, but Chris didn't know he was going to take him out. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah Snoop, Snoop was about to. He's like, yo, no, no, he's right, he's right, he's right, he's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then it was yeah, like, yo, stuff. imagine that, though, because usually New York niggas be the arrogant ones that come in and start the shit and whatever. And just how they just got rid of them motherfuckers like it was nothing, uh-huh. man. Yeah, Baltimore is still like that. This was one of the few places where that's in D.C. It just didn't work here. He's like, oh, no, we got <laughs> yeah. some point. Baltimore and D.C., man, I remember uh, spending summer 91 in D.C., and it was crazy. Damn, it was It was crazy. Epidemic heaven. Yeah, it it was crazy. Who was the mayor? Um, Barry and Barry. Barry and Barry. That's what it was. As, as you know, as what, what what the comedian said. Y'all must really have some lack of politicians. Y'all yeah. voted him back in the office. Even after they caught the even yeah. the video after the video came out, of him he came crack. out of jail and won again. Won again. <laughs> Damn. Hey man, if people like you. They like you, bro. I guess a personality goes a long way. Shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's to keep it pushing. Let's see what else I had on here. Snowfall finale. We got that. Ramadan. We got that. Uh, Dre and your Vegas trip. We kind of touched on that and shit. Um, but for y'all that don't know, Dre is uh, Dre is a traveler. He goes place to place. You see his face and he's gone. Um, me and him just went. Robert Leach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's a black Robert Leach. Yeah. Why? Hey, well, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Dre was recently out there for the for the Vegas fight, and I, I just wanted to ask him, like, so the prices they skyrocketed, didn't they? Like, how bad did they skyrocket as far as to get in the clubs and all that, and the tables and bottle service, all that shit? All right, well, let's see. I, I heard this is what I heard. Oh, you ain't but, go to uh, none of them. I did listen, but I'm telling you what I heard for the one night. uh the little baby, the little baby did the Dre's nightclub. Yeah, and uh, the tables in there they said reached like ten, between ten and twenty thousand dollars. Though, man, ten to twenty thousand dollars for a table that seats people, what? Well, it, it depends. They got different areas that have different multiple areas that have. You know what I mean, different, you know, they can seat 15, 20, 10, You know what I mean? And you, you can you can pack as many as you want into some of them. You can that kind of price. You do what you want in those areas. You know what I mean? For the most part. Got you. Yeah. And is it but, is uh, it shallow? Is is it as shallow as I've been there twice already? But during a fight night, like, is it extra, extra, extra? Like jewels beyond jewels and flashing exorbitant money. Like, is it that crazy? Yeah. Yes. You gotta be. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta be doing your. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're out there doing that, yes, it was extra. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely extra. So the, I mean, the one night we went to the, the great after hour spot. I don't know if you, Johnny, I don't know if you know who Justin Jefferson is. Uh, he's a football player for the Vikings or whatever. He do. He's the one like that. Like to do that damn dance that kids do that get gritty or whatever, giddy or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, he's saying like this place is fucking from. There's so many people to get into this one area. And uh, my, my man knew somebody, so we was able to pay hundred dollars to skip the line. 
just to get to the front of the line to pay another sixty dollars just to get in. So we basically paid one hundred sixty dollars to get in mm. to this place. A, a piece. Well, a hundred to skip the line was that for a hundred per person to get in front, or was that a hundred for all the dollars? One hundred dollars per person to skip the line to get to the front of the line to pay another entry fee of sixty dollars <laughs> to get in. Oh shit! All right, man. Shit, that's a regular New York night. Well, see, that's so yeah. That, we're basing it off of. Go ahead. And that's why. That's how. That's how I look at it. I'm like, it was so many people. Like, all right, if the price tag is just a hundred dollars for me to get past all these people to get in here right now, uh, it's Vegas. So you know, what I mean, I came. I brought you with me. I came here. I came here to leave it here. So you know, what I mean, I might as well go ahead. You know, what I mean, just do what I had to do to get in there. But it's not really working. That's just not working. That's the club I'm talking. This is like that's just not worth that shit, honestly. <laughs> The only time I say we paid something like that and it was worth it was the uh, the throne, the night of the throne in Jersey. Oh, you mean the after? You mean the forty forty? Yeah, you remember how much we paid to get in there? Nope, because I do that shit so much. I don't know how much was it. Eighty five a piece. Oh, well, that's light. That's a lot of work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, and then and then tell them though where we ended up though the table we ended up getting. I got the picture. I got the picture still. I I still, I got, I got five of them. <laughs> yeah, we literally ended up behind Jay Z, literally, and uh, his security guard with the earpiece and white man with the suit. Yo, he had Agent and Smith with him. He didn't even <laughs> buzz. He didn't. All he did was look around, smoke the roll. He didn't flinch. He didn't like scratch his nose and coffee. None of that. Shit. It's kind of scary, actually. You know what I mean? He just he's like a robot. Yo, yeah, I, would Navy Seals. I would hate to live like that, man. For got real, some Navy Seals. Yeah, he did. Secret, yeah, the secret yeah, service. The secret service type people. The secret service. It was, that shit was crazy, but it was it was definitely um, it was definitely worth it because because it was well, you know shout out to Conrad because it was really because Conrad got a table we were just like yo right. we with him and it, like there was a, it was roped off before you could like walk up to the tables because it went like in tiers and and yeah. it was like oh, we, you got a VIP section yeah who you with Conrad you know what I mean said the last name whatever like oh okay all right. Then first I went up, then Drizzy came up and everything up. Then that was the first time I saw C- Stephen A. Smith. I saw Emery Jones. Yeah, we Meek saw Mill Meek, was Meek Mill was right there in the, in the same section. He was a shit. young boy. He was yeah. He was a young boy that uh, I'm a boss that just came yeah, out. Yeah, I'm a boy. Like so, he wasn't Meek Mill like we know him now. He was still he like was dirty ass why Meek from Philly. He dirty Meek from he Philly. He was he was he, yeah. He had the the, the the played out Gucci uh Gucci um beanie on and shit like that. Beanie, yeah. yeah, the beanie cap. That yeah. came back out again, though. That shit, that's, niggas still wearing that stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then the next thing you know, all the, all, then we see the Agent Smith come up, and we're like, who is this dude on the railing right behind us and shit? And then Jay-Z's right there. It was like, oh, shit. That and was nigga just... was, and he drank. And he drank, he drank, and he was drunk that night. You remember how drunk he was that night, man? I'm going to send a picture to the group chat. I still got all them pictures, man. I got like one or two or whatever. But yeah, he was drunk. Yo, Jay was actually drunk. It was just an amazing feeling to actually be behind one of the most powerful rappers in the world. Literally, you know I mean? after just watching him do "Watch the Throne" with him and Kanye West, literally, exactly. That was a night. We, and we kept thinking, we kept thinking Kanye was going to come, but you know he's extra and different, so you know he was drunk. <laughs> actually, you know what? He was drunk at the concert. Like during the concert, I don't know if you noticed it. During the concert, he was actually drunk. And when he was doing that whole running shit in the kilt in a leather kilt, I mean, yeah, I guess he was drunk. Shit, yeah. but that was an amazing show. But I'm he sorry, had a leather kilt. He did. She I remember did. that. I forgot about the leather kilt days. <laughs> but, but, leather tights under it. Well, leather tights under it. Yes. Leather tights under it. Leather kilt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But speaking of which, uh, Dre, to, to wrap it up though with the, with the Vegas shit though, it was it was like shallow city, kind of like how Miami uh, would be like right now. What do you mean as far as what? Like, what do you mean shallow city? Like everybody is like superficial. It's about what you got on. It's about what you drive in. What? That's always that's Vegas all the time though. Out that's Vegas, that's Dre's Vegas all the time. Like that's never not like that. Like that's the regular night. Yeah, for you. At least there. Guess, at least yeah. there. At least there. At least at least there. I don't know about any other clubs. I mean, I did go somewhere else last year. I don't know if I told said that up there last year. The, uh, it was one of the, the EDM type clubs or whatever we fell into, and I don't. It was. I was. That was the first time I was around that many people since the pandemic, and I had to get out of that club. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> my heart was raised. My heart was pounding. I was like, well, I, I couldn't find. Like I'm, so I gotta find. I gotta see an exit while I'm in somewhere. I gotta know where my escape route is at while I'm in there. And we was in the sky somewhere, and I ain't see nowhere to get out. So I had to get the fuck out of there. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, damn. All right. Yeah. yeah, man. I don't know, but you. We, we was talking about something. No, you said you said it'd be better if you go out there like with a like with a girl or something. Why would you say? Why'd you say that? No, I mean as far as. Is Vegas is Vegas is Vegas, and if you've been there before, you kind of know how to maneuver. Um, and I think more or less now is more when you uh, when you're older. I say when you're older, you're more or less you want to be on a date. You don't want to be out there trying to find somebody to, you know, what I mean to to, to to occupy your time while you're there. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, you I don't know. Okay. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to really. That you can't really do that. I mean, you can do it, but it's, it's not the thing to do when you get to a certain age. Like young people can do that type of shit. You know what I mean? But when you older, shit, when you older, actually, you I treat it as like a vacation. I was in the bed like these two, three nights out there. Out of out about five, six nights, I was in the bed maybe two or three nights. Really? You know, we did the date. Yeah, we did the day drinks and stuff, and you know everybody's supposed to get ready by a certain time, and you know nobody said nothing at that time. So I said, "Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Cause it's like I said, when you get older, just like it was just like more of a vacation. Like you can just yeah. you can disconnect from your phone. No, I don't need to go do no errands for nobody. I don't gotta, you know what I mean? Do nothing for nobody. I mean, it was, you know how crazy it was. My TV stayed on the same fucking channel for the most part. I don't even know what the fuck I was watching out there. Like it was on. I wasn't even. Yeah, I wasn't even zoning out. That's a good. I promise life. you, I wasn't. I wasn't cyber. I wasn't a uh, social media surfing. Like you know how you get down the rabbit hole sometimes. When you on social media, you can kind of keep surfing and surfing and surf and surfing. I didn't do none of that shit. I was knocked out. That's and, uh, well, but then again, when Dre crashed, Dre crashes though because we just we just came back from DC and shit. And yeah, when Dre crashed, he we ready to go to bed, go to bed. But day parties is the shit though. Just yeah, day parties was worse that. Like I said, we were out, we were out throughout the day. Like I was outside throughout the day, but shit, the one day we had those day. My old ass drinking endless m- mimosas. Yeah, this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's like, grown man shit. I'm there. like, what is these niggas got me doing? So, was, so after I was drinking like before fifth, I'm like, oh, this is good shit. Uh, <laughs> they creeped out of there. Hey, listen, trust me. I was sick. I thought I thought I might have been sick from that shit too. You know what I mean? And I was trying to get myself together because this is how the time frame. So here it would have been one o'clock in the afternoon. Out there it was eleven. No. Yeah, the three, three hours, hours, three, three hours, hours, yeah, three hours, yeah. So ten, 
10, yeah. So 10, 10, yeah, so 10, so, okay, so 2 o'clock here, and then the, all you can drink mimosas ended at 11 out in, uh, out there in Vegas, man. By that time, I was ready to go to bed. I got in the house, I got in there, <laughs> ready to go to bed after drinking mimosas. Mm. I be trying to tell people, man, getting to bed by 9 o'clock is, it's something else, man. Yeah, absolutely. We, we let lies tell us that lie. Sleep might be the cousin of death, but you need that. You need that, man. I mean, it'll look, it, 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 I didn't even they didn't care what no not one single person had to say. I was in that big, knock the fuck out. And I called myself being ready when everybody was ready, but you know, I didn't get, the, I didn't get that call at that time, so I went to stay in bed. Y'all ain't do no pools or nothing like pool parties in there, like physically uh, getting the pool. None of y'all. We was going. Or were y'all too cool for school? Nah, nah, nigga, we go. I mean, I went to (laughs) pool parties last year. I mean, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Vegas is different. Like, they got so many rules with everything you do out there. Like, you couldn't even wear it. Like, last year, my one homeboy, he came out there. We all had our swim. You got to have your swim attire. And we get to the door. He had on some Nike. I think it was like a claw shorts. Nah, you gotta you gotta have swimming trunks on. You can't come here with that. Like it's like so many different little things that they they emphasize. So they don't want guys in those places for the most part anyway. Like a bunch of guys, especially a bunch of black guys. They, you know, what I mean, they 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 mainly fit for females for certain places yeah. out there. Gotcha. But yeah, we they, the pool parties and pools don't. A lot of the pools don't really open until uh, Memorial Day, I believe. But some of the shit was open. Neil had actually had a pool party out there, but like I, I that time frame, I was in the bed. I ain't trying to get up to go to no damn pool party. <laughs> <laughs> you always happen to catch all the celebrities, like like uh, for example, you met Busta Rhymes. What the last time you went, right? Yep. Yeah, man, you meet more motherfuckers than Dula, and that's saying something because Dula knows yeah. everybody. <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, you, you were saying you told me before you was like that. Bust. Oh, somebody was saying that Bust was a, a asshole or something in person, whatever. Yeah, that's what I heard from a lot I mean, of people. You no, know, I mean this is how you come off to him. You know what I mean? He he was cool as shit with me. You know what I mean? Came around. I said, "What's up, buddy?" Bust. He, and with a lot of things I I do with these celebrities too. Like I don't extend my hand until like, I feel as though they extending their hand to say, you know what I mean, what's up? Because I don't really do that. And a lot of times they, you know, they move. Actually, every time I've met. Uh, any celebrity, they you know they all they all good. Yeah, I met I met uh, one rapper. He didn't he didn't want to take a picture of nothing. I was like, all right, cool. You asked him? Yeah. See, that's what, what I'm saying. You got to you can't do that. Yeah, you can't that's do that. Gotta, man. Yeah, you got to know the perfect. You gotta if, know the if, if it's a if it's a concert setting and you're doing that shit with everybody else, yeah, you should. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't make you sense. Know. Like, if you're yeah, like a bar, okay, yeah. if it's a bar club setting, you're on one concert. No, no, no. It wasn't a bar club setting. It was a concert. Oh, well, then yeah, he's an asshole for that. Yeah, being a dickhead. But uh, yeah. All right. Um, let me see. Um, what other subjects we gotta uh touch on and shit? I wanted to touch on um the Mandalorian finale, but that'll x out Dula and uh and uh Dre. But <laughs> um. What else uh, you want to touch on? Oh, having kids after 40. And Dula said he wanted to definitely jump in on this shit. Oh, man. Let's talk about it, Daddy Daycare. Let's talk about it. <laughs> he calls me Daddy Daycare. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, is it is it a bad thing or is it because you've already done something? Like, Dre, you have your own opinion on it. You you were all yeah. like. All right, well, like I'm going to go first. Yeah, go yeah, first? yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go first. 
I, I, to me, this is my opinion only. Yeah, I think it is kind of a bad thing because it's like you want to kind of have some kind of uh, the same. You, you and your kids want to be having some kind of something in, in, in common. You know what I mean? You want to have something in common with your kids. You don't want to be that detached from your kids. Like you being the grandpa age when your kid is, you know what I mean, just a kid. You, you know, you kind of don't understand what they're going through. So usually, when people have kids at a younger age, it's kind of like you kind of grow together. Okay. So you, when did you have your uh, when did you have your oldest, Trey? How old was you? I was nineteen. 20, nineteen. Okay. Nineteen. Yeah, so nineteen, you know. So now is now. I since they talk about, I don't want to. You know, I I'm not saying I want to be involved in whatever they into with kids is into, but I kind of know what they talk about. You know what I mean? I know who who such and such is that they talk about. Yeah, you don't want to be that age. You don't have no clue. You don't have no clue what they talk about. No clue what's going on. You know what I mean? Dula, what's your take on it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 under agree. Well, like what well, I even said when I had old kids. I want to be an old father. Like the disparity in my kids is ridiculous. My oldest son is thirty-eight, and my youngest son is seven. Like that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like when they when they see him, they're like, "Oh, that's his father." Like, nah, it's my brother. Generational. Yes, and 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 he's right. Like, you know, with my other kids, I was able to play football and ball with them. I can't play ball with Nazi. You know right. what I'm saying? I can't. I can't. Right. It's like it's even physically as much as my heart want to do it. Physically, I can't do it. Yeah, facts, you know? bro. That's what I'm saying. Like now, I used to go play with mine. Like we used to go to the, the play basketball all the time. I can't really do that shit no more. Like <laughs> my legs, my is killing me now. Yeah. Trying to run up and down the damn court. And and and, and like you said, it's just, and it's, it's, and not it's not their fault. Remember, it wasn't his fault. Right. It was just you know what I'm saying like you know it's just always even when he goes to school. You know what I'm saying like I go there and like. Oh, this is my dad. Like, you know, the, the average father at his school is younger than my son. Yeah. And then I come yeah, in and they're like, oh, man, what was that? Your granddad? Oh, that's my dad. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, literally, what, 49 when not even born? You got your eyebrow up, though. Like, yeah, but your dad cool as shit, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, 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 it goes both ways. Like I said, my thing was just, you know, I'm not. I mean, I'm. Not, I ain't trying to be Tony Randall having no kids at seventy six and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, it, it's just. I just see it as not being fair to the child as far as certain things. Like that's you know, so what I'm it's, saying too. It's not fair because you know the average. You know, I'm not trying to talk no negativity, but you know, on the, life, the average lifespan on you know, especially minorities, African American men ain't ain't but so so many years. You know what I mean? So yeah. You don't want to kind of be. You just kind of selfish. Not, not like I said, this is my opinion only. It's kind of selfish having them later in life. You, you can't be able to spend that much time with them. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Time will tell I mean, with me in my situation. Time will tell. Because- you know, there's different. It's different. You dying because you're a new father. So this is different. So you're, 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 like I said, you, you haven't had the experience of saying, okay, 20 years ago, I did this with this kid. 30 years ago, I did this with this kid. Yeah, that's you know definitely rough. So yeah, right. so yeah, that's why I think it's like, oh, dang, this is not the same. Where you, you got all the time and energy because you have no. This is your first one. 
Even though you're a little older. Back hurt. Nigga, I know that back hurt. I know that back hurt. I know that back hurt, nigga. I use him as a weight. I do my one, two, my curls. I do this. <laughs> I do my. <laughs> and yeah. he gets but heavier every time. But, but I'll tell you this there's, there's <laughs> no greater feeling in the world than being a father, especially Absolutely. a good father. Uh, it, it's sometimes it hurts. You know, it's your age, though, Johnny, because you ain't trying to figure out. How you gonna, you know, pay rent and go to, you know, do all the shit that most, you know, twenty year olds are trying to figure out their own life while they're trying to figure out somebody while they're responsible for somebody else's life. So there's that outside to it too, though. You got your shit together and yeah. they focus. Yeah, that's true. Because when I was younger, I was a terrible father. My older kids, man, I was terrible. <laughs> I buy a pair of sneakers before I buy pants. <laughs> you know say that again. You buy a pair of sneakers what? Before I would have bought Pampers, like, yo, Jordan's out. I'm getting the fucking ones, man. Jordan's like, yo, you can't get out Fuck out of here. I'm about to get a blood test. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> who was over Pampers? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But then you get older, and, you know, and I have to tell my, I have to tell my older kids. I think you, you guys forgive me you know, for being an asshole when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't know, man. You know, and it, Everything's a learning experience. Yeah. That's what I'm right. Learning. And there's no blueprint. No, right. nah, there's no, no blueprint, blueprint at all. No blueprint to be a parent. So you got to kind of do whatever. If you didn't like something that happened when you were younger, do the opposite. That's basically how you look. That's how I look. Yeah, yeah. and that's I what I do now. Yeah, that's why I'm like, some kids. of it. Yeah, I don't beat nobody. Some of it. Nobody. I ain't want to get hit. So why would I hit them? You know, right. I still do. I do the punishment. I do. I do the domestic torture. They put the phone down. Oh, they'd rather chop off their hand and put the phone down. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the worst thing in the world right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I every other day it's, it's a fight video. Every other day, like somebody get the phone taken in class and they ready to go to war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I've that, seen that with the that, teacher. You see that kid, the handicapped kid, that he took his Nintendo Switch. He beat the bricks off her, and they charged him like with like attempted murder and shit like that. Yeah, you're gonna have to send me that video. I didn't see that one. When he took a switch, yeah, didn't I, didn't see see that? That. I didn't see that one. Nah. They don't show. They don't show her taking the switch. She, she took the, his Nintendo switch from him in the classroom, and then, you know the camera shows her walking across the hallway, and him coming storming behind her, and he—I mean—he beats her like a rag doll. Bro. He's a handicapped. No, he wasn't in the wheelchair. He's like one of them mentally challenged. Oh, autistic, like that. autistic kid. Okay. But he has strength. You know, they usually, a lot of them are strong. Yeah. They don't realize how strong they are. You know what I mean? So he, he beat the brakes off her and uh, beat her unconscious. And they took a couple, couple people to grab her, grab them off of her. Damn. Some people were standing around, didn't realize what was happening. They kind of like were stunned. Them, like, oh my God, it doesn't really happen. And uh, yeah, yeah, they, they charged him with like attempted murder, I think. Damn. Even though obviously he, you know, he's mentally challenged, but it was a, it was a black student beating the, beating the brakes off of a white student. Oh, 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 there it go. There it go. Poor Jamal. Damn it! <laughs> Damn, yeah, shit. But then I guess I guess when I look at it that way too, I look at it as now I don't have to pay for a babysitter. I work for me, so I'm with him all the time. You know, like yeah, you didn't care. yeah. Oh, okay. you got yeah, the perfect. But, you got the perfect situation. But well, that's what I'm saying. I'm financially good with him. Like he doesn't really have a want or nothing and shit. You know, he's getting his little like he's learning now his little like what works and what doesn't and what he does like he has his little tricks to like right, i ain't getting no attention let me let me <laughs> act like i'm oh, yeah. choking and see if they look yeah, at they it. all got that yeah you know he, he's they all got their thing he's figuring out his little things and he knows what works with her and what what works with me and with me i just look at him like 
yeah, that ain't gonna work with me. I, I mock him crying. Nope. Yeah, no, elaborate escape from Alcatraz techniques. Like, <laughs> like, get the guard in the room. You know what, though? You said, like, when I hear you talk a lot, you say a lot of things that you've done, a lot of shows you've been to, a lot of, just a lot of experiences that you've had, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been a dad since 16, and I'm talking about my birthday was July 6th. I turned 16 and my son was born on the 23rd of July. So I was a fresh 16. This mad shit that y'all have all done that I haven't even touched. Some of it I've done like later, but all my time from that moment went into raising kids. But I feel like it's a trade off because where I missed out on the younger stuff that let's be honest, a lot of younger stuff we do wasn't worth the time and the effort we put into it. Hmm. So the way I look at, you know, my oldest son, I'm 27. My youngest son is 12. So you know, I got somewhat of a gap as well, but I can, I sort of know what they talking about. Dre said, I know what they talking about. I can identify certain things. Now, you know, coming into 44, I'm more kind of coasting. Don't get me wrong. They get on my nerves beyond belief, <laughs> but there's a little bit of coast in my forties now. Like I'm not, you know, changing diapers or making sure I don't have things on the table that they can touch or, you know, knock over or bump into. So there is a trade. And now, you know, like I said, in my forties, I can go, you going out tonight. Y'all be cool. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yep. 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 There That's, is that yeah, trade-off. Because when you get older, like I, like when you get older in life, just as, just as you know, black men and minorities, you know, what I mean, when you get older, like I say, there's too much time left left for the clock, bro. What you want to do? Yeah, yeah, just like like I'm about to do what you want to do. You want to be able to do what you want to do when you want to do it. You don't want to have to be tied down with responsibilities because you should have got through those things. When you were younger, and that's hey, my um, life crisis now. I'm like, I just want to get things done and have as much full life as I can. Right. Because yeah, we don't be, you know, we don't be here very say, long. Well, I could say we we didn't did as much shit between Dula and Dre, and even with Vinny. Fuck that. Even with Vinny now, we didn't see everything. We didn't check everything off the list yeah. and shit. All in different aspects. Dre is more with the drinking and everything. Dula's more music shit and Vinny is straight concert shit. But between y'all Man, three look, I gotta put Vinny on a plane. That's the bucket list. Yeah, we gotta put, we Vinny, gotta put Vinny, on. Vinny on a plane. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you Bro, what. Bro, there's no flight spirit for Frontier. Sorry. You know, if I sell these three beats, <laughs> Vinny, that money might be going to you to go wherever you yeah, want. Yeah, always bro. make it get about the ticket. It ain't that, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Oh, <laughs> ticket. Listen, it ain't that. So it might have to. So for 18. Part of the weather. What happened? What's it about? Though? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I'm not. I'm not up on this. What happened? What's the reason why you're on the fly? Oh, it, it just, just the that, that average fear that most people have. I just, it's like when I was uh, a young boy and I never went on roller coasters, and I was just shook. And then one day I went on a, um, a roller coaster, and I was like, oh, all right, cool. And then I loved him from then. No, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna have to fly somewhere and then can just go. He gonna be a pilot. <laughs> now I'm gonna just be. <laughs> I'll be like, catch me if you can and shit, just fucking flying everywhere. <laughs> that's fun. I'm telling you, that's, that's it. I took flight for a day. I flight to, or, uh, to Florida. And I went to, actually, I flew down to the mall in Florida just to, to, to fly back the next morning. Yeah, I believe it. That's some, 
that's the type of I shit I would that. do because that's that's the type of shit that like I, I know that out there once I fucking get over it. Like my um my cousin in law, like they moved down to North uh, Carolina like, a few years ago, and um her son's graduating, and uh <clears throat> in this uh in June and. I'm thinking about just flying down for it, and then that's a good flight to that's take. A, that's an easy two-hour flight, and then that way I'm like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. yeah. They can you Charlotte, right? For the West That'll Coast work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just prepare for the West Coast one. Yeah, yeah. So that five-hour ain't no joke. That five-hour ain't no joke. Oh. You got back and leg problems and that shit. Tylenol PM. Right, because I know I want to do something like this at short flight because it ain't about all the other shit that goes into it that bothers people, like you know the the. You know, all the dealing with people and shit. It's just like surviving it. Like all the other shit I wrote on the bus ain't nothing worse than that. So I, I'm right. That's more dangerous than that's more dangerous than that. That's more dangerous Yo. than the airplane. They said that's being on the being on the road is more dangerous than being in the air because you got to worry about other people hitting you on the road. And yeah. the air is pretty much if something happens, that's what it is. But more yeah, the, so, the chances that I have, so I know I got to do that. Like I think that's all it is. It's just like it's, it's just you know, and now. And with the way my work is, like, I don't go, I don't usually travel far because I usually, I'm working so much. And in the wintertime when I have off, it's like, I got to be on standby a lot. So I don't yeah. really travel far. So I'm usually comfortable just hitting someplace up local that I can drive to within like three hours or so. So I, I'm looking forward to just like, just getting that, you know, off my back. And then that way I'll probably do more, you know. Man, we need, like, to, we need to go down there and visit Drink Chance. We're about to take Don't Overthink It down to Miami. Don't overthink it to Miami. Let's go. Talking about Drink, drink Chance and all that, I got to really shout out my main uh, cam on uh, It Is What It Is. Oh, we yeah. have to bust it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew y'all sports heads. Go ahead. Go ahead, y'all sports heads. I know. I got a no, I got no, a name no. for them too. I got a name for them too, but I'm going to talk about Cameron, right? Yeah. yeah. I love I love how that shit came together because yeah. to go from beefing for that long a time nope. to basically like going all right yo I'm that was dumb out. right all right let's squash it and then go and they're doing a show together like it's a, it's a big difference between squashing some beef with you know somebody and then just like going about your life but then going you know become a partner with them that's that's dope yeah they pissed me off with that though just think about us fans that wanted to see this shit. 15 years ago, 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, no doubt. Now it's like, I don't care. Like, this is what I, that's what I'm saying. I don't care now. I don't. I haven't seen the show. I've ever, I've listened to You know who I'm thinking of them two dudes as? That's Ray Gibson and Claude Beck. If you ever see life, that's who them two dudes is. And they been for 20 fucking years and they talk to each other. And now they're best of friends again. You know what I mean? So I ain't even paying them dudes no attention. But you know, <laughs> but over the years, I mean, everybody pretty much knows Cameron's ego and stubbornness with a lot of shit. So to me, Ray that didn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at yeah. all. No, Claw Bank. Claw Bank. That's Claw Bank. Thanks. Yeah, what I'm about to say, um, well, what I want to do, I'm trying to lobby a game between uh, Cam and Mace and uh, Wallow and uh, Gilly. Gilly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on two, I don't think Wallow and Gilly want that, man. No, Gilly can play. They, nice. they can really ball. I know they, they nice. They can really ball. But Mason Cam were like really can like who like Cam would have went to the league. Yeah, yeah I don't good. know about the league. I don't know about the league, but he was uh, hooped though. Nah, Dude, no, no, I remember Cam from New York playing he used to play down at the high school. I'm telling you, he, it was him and um and him and Sam got. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what they all played in the same high school. Like the dude it was incredible. Cam's missing Cam's missing the hype. 
So when it comes in, like he can play, he can he can ball, but he's missing the height. Like if you make the league though, that, the league, uh, the world. They was talking about I'm dead ass. He ain't there. making the league. Sham, no, I'm telling you, his name's up there with the Sham guards. His name's up there with the Pepe's. All he got. Yeah, I, he's I, I remember hearing about him. something that he probably yeah. He's not I could see like Cam going, but he he's is like nice. five ten, like five. Nine or something like that, ain't he? Yeah, he a little bit taller than me when I saw him. He was a yeah, like a, yeah with me, me and Dre went and saw him in Philly. Um, yeah, he went, he went that much of a tall dude. Yeah, no, nah, he's like six. He's about five, about five eleven, five feet, five ten. Yeah, five ten, five eleven. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did see that nigga. Like, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't think. Yeah, the, the league, the league different. You know, you gotta be the best in the world to make the league. Like, you gotta be like exceptionally good. You know what I mean? Like, shit. Hey, is only six feet. Alan Iverson is amazing. No, he's the best. He's considered he's considered one of the best ever. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? like he ain't just one of the guys who just made the league. He got that inside. He's like considered one of the best ever. You know what I mean? What he does? And he was nice even to football Bowles. too. Even even Muggsy Bowles. Just think about how, how amazing Muggsy Bowles is, is to be as small as he is to make the league. Like he does exceptional shit. You know what I mean? All right. Let's um um let's wrap this up with y'all sports takes. It's the NBA playoffs, so I know Dula and Dula and Dre about to go at it. So y'all go ahead real quick. I gotta pick. Go ahead. Dula got pro- Dula got a problem on his hands right now, but you know <laughs> he can go first. He can go first. No, no. I better take something to be in the dance. I, I, they, I hope they do. Uh, you better not let Philly go to another big dance out of a, a sports league. Nah, dance. bro. We got, we, we can't handle it. We got Boston without MB. We get MB back. It's over. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I think I think I might, the smaller ball might have helped y'all. You know, yeah. without MB, I think that might have helped. But Philly. they got a Boston got a lot of points on us on that, sports. You know what? They would have never tried. That's, 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 that's the same thing Memphis said. That's the same thing Atlanta said. That's the same thing Kings said. <laughs> that's, that's true. What they say? What I'm sorry, what I missed. Hold up, no, I mean, mainly like, oh man, if you don't have this person, man, a person, you know, we we gonna win. They all sitting on, on on the couch right now watching. That's right. Also, shout out to the Kings though for making it. Now, that King, that was good. I, I was wondering. Wondering. I thought the Kings was going to get out of that round too. Honestly, Me but too. I but out in Vegas though, we, like I said, we were sitting there watching. I even said out there, I said, I said, experience is going to be just you. Like, yeah, they're good, they're young and good, but the experience what they what they know is going. It's going to end up coming out of that round, and sure enough, go State. You know, what I mean, because I thought they were going to lose game uh, seven. Honestly, early on, early on, I thought they were going to lose the game, but they pulled it out. Steph had to score fifty for that shit to happen, though. Mm-hmm. Well, so my big job getting This will work. Well, you want to yo, you want to talk about tonight's game? Hold on, we just want to get past that. What? <laughs> it's tight right now. Well, what, what, right what, now. What, what, what the Knicks game? Did the Knicks win? Nah, Knicks. Knicks, Knicks man, listen, I. I got love for the no, Knicks. The I'm Knicks did it. They won. The Knicks won tonight? Yep. Okay. Wait, wait. Now I'm confused. Hold up. Let me double check. Yeah, yeah. I was watching the game. Yeah, I think yeah, the I Knicks did win. I seen a start of it. I ain't watched any of it. Hold up. I'm almost certain the Knicks won. Kinda. Yeah, the Knicks won. The Knicks did win. The Knicks won 111-105. So it's 1-1 now. Yep. 1-1. Yep, it's 1-1. They they stole game one in New but York. See, that's the thing. If Jimmy Butler come back, Knicks might be in trouble because that yeah, boy's going see. off. Yeah, he's been playing some good ball this uh, this postseason here. Yeah, he's been fifty two. Jimmy Randall falling though. And we always we always let guys go there. They end up uh, blossoming somewhere else. You know, they come for like that L.A. bread. That's the same way with my Sixers, man. 
Yeah, I was. It was heavy like that. Yeah, I won't put every, everybody that left the Sixers. Go Poor Johnny. Play. Johnny's like, yo, what the hell, man? Yeah. Oh, no. Nah, I'm, <laughs> <just, laughs> I'm just like. Nah, Johnny's a tape. He's a Tatum fan. He's a Jason Tatum fan. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. He will get the young boy signed up for T-ball soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get him in the baseball. <laughs> Fuck it. You won't, won't be there with Johnny. You'll be there with me. They, Johnny is not allowed on the fucking baseball field. <laughs> up in the middle, and then play baseball. I do, I do, I do got to give Dre props, though, because with Dre, I, I was one of the the only time, I think the only time for both of us, we saw Kobe Bryant that close to our faces. After that shit, after those tickets yeah. that we got, that, that spoiled me. I could never go see a regular basketball game on some. It has to be you guys, floor or bust. You got to enjoy it. Treat yourself. You see how that you was like we that close. That's why I was, listen. My at the time out in L.A., I was like right beside the damn entrance because you almost want to have that experience when you uh, at an NBA game. My my dream is to actually be on the actual floor. Though that's gonna be yeah, one of them guys. Be you know, be like uh-huh. forty. And we not, saw not, not, not as close to be forty in, 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 in the front row. Front row, yeah, front row. Front row, yeah, he's yeah. on like at but the bench. The f- he's on the bench with him. Shit, man. The, but the the seats we got was good. We, we it was what it was the Sixers versus the Lakers, and Lakers. we were like yeah. it's the floor seats, one row, and we was right there. We was like yep. right there, I'm glad fucking, I found and they was they were decent prices too. Because compared yes, to right now, you getting them tickets for the price that we pay for. No, right now them, them, that seat that we sat at, at a Lakers game like that in Philly, that's gonna be at least a thousand dollars, seven hundred to a thousand dollars. More than that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that was. I know because we only paid what two two eighty. Yep, something like if that. that. Like two, two, yeah, like two and a half or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's man. crazy for them seats. And yeah. I got a chance to see Kobe. Like literally, Kobe Bryant heard yep. me say, "He's not human." I was like, "He's not human." He's like, and he went down the court and hit a three. And came back, kind of like looked over at us or whatever. That was insane, yo. That was my crazy. brother. I'm about to get emotional again. I'm about to get emotional again. <laughs> I ain't got yo, like that's, that's the yo, truth, though, man. Yo, seriously, like three, that's three people that I felt like that about. Like, you know what I mean? That's big. You know what I mean? I felt, I felt like, damn, that's fucked up. They gonna kill big like that? And with between Kobe and his daughter, like that, I feel like that was my brother and my niece that just got killed in the fucking helicopter accident. You know what I mean? Yeah, yo. Every time I see like a picture of his daughter, they show old footage. Yeah, it's like you know when you see a kid, you you thinking you usually don't think death. So when I see it, I'm like, oh, it's, it's down. I'm like, damn, she gone. And no, exactly. Just imagine how her mother, like every time I see Vanessa, how she, like she, I do think that, I mean, I can't tell her I agree, but on Instagram, like she took her, uh, her post is only for people who are close to her. So like she don't, so she doesn't see any fans writing any comments or because I guess she probably can't, she probably wouldn't want to handle it or yeah. they may say ignorant shit to her. Yeah. Or she may, but like, I kind I guess one of, that's one of those situations where I kind of want to be able to get through to her just be like, yo, I'm here. We are listening to this. We love Word. you. Like, that's what fuck you know. We, we all feel you. Like, we feel so fucked up for you because yeah. to lose your baby girl like that and your husband, like, that's crazy. He just had a newborn. Like, she, he didn't even get a chance. The new baby don't even, the new, two new ones ain't going to know who he is for the most part. I'm going to tell you what, too. There's something, there was one thing that I thought about that really broke my heart. I was like, imagine Kobe's last moment looking in her eyes and there was nothing he could do. He, that's the thing. He was holding There's her. They, nothing he could do. He just, they said he wasn't there holding her. I think they, they screamed out fuck or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? And it, uh, that's just, that just crazy, yo. Then they got pictures, the fucking LAPD took pictures of them. Oh, that shit pictures of yeah, them. and she won that lawsuit, too. She sued them, and she won that lawsuit, too. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. she gave so, it all to, try, uh, to charity. 
Yeah, she's so well off that it's not even funny. Like he made so many good investments. Yeah, he was on his way. He was, oh, on, he was yeah. on his way to becoming a billionaire. Like he was about to be a billionaire. You got an so Oscar, yo. How cold he is got that? an Oscar. Yeah, right the year right before he uh, or the same year or the year before he passed. It was the, it year, might before. Be the year before. Yep. She was still pregnant at the time. Yeah, she was still pregnant with the um, with, with uh, the last one. But yeah, that's just like he made so many good investments. She chose. They, he, he 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 mended his marriage. You know, what I mean, they made up because you know at one point she was gonna leave him. Mm-hmm. He did everything. He did all. He did all the work. He did all the work that was necessary for her not to leave because he would be getting fucked up. Like, oh, she ain't gonna leave him. No, Vanessa King. You think she can't grab another baller? She was on her way out. She wanted to. She was on her way out. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yes, he's Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? But Vanessa can go grab another baller like it ain't nothing. Like they, you see how they pass around the damn basketball line. Yeah, no, but she could though. She's really that. You know what I mean? She's like that. You know what I mean? It, but she stuck around, and like her, her sticking around. I know that has to hurt even more because she's like, all right, I'm about to spend the rest of my life with him. We got another baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. Honey, you don't leave the house, but I be thinking about that. I'm like, damn. I'm just going to go out here and I'm thinking it's another day at work. So I don't want to leave the house, you know, make sure I tell my wife what I need to tell her, you know, because you, you really don't know. That's true, yeah. too. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Have a living, but have a, get a living will. It don't cost that much. Like, but you, just be rolling but you, around but like it's nothing. Yeah, but you, like you saying, like, you don't leave the house. Shit, just a couple, was a couple months ago, they were digging in the fucking area near, near my job and the fucking house blew up. Like, luckily nobody was home. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like one of those you just never know. Never <laughs> know. Anytime, anywhere. Never anytime, know. anywhere. They had shit where shit from airplanes was falling into neighborhoods. You talking about the like drones, those, uh, uh, like Susquehanna? Somewhere? Yeah, Susquehanna, exactly. Yep. Oh yeah, my, my wife know them people. She knows them people. She said crazy the cat scenario. died, but the daughters were supposed to be home, but they just left to run an errand or Ooh, something. Do you understand how yeah, things yeah, work? Yeah. That crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't even be right anymore if I knew that was the case. You know what I mean? Actually, I went through a scenario like that. I went through a scenario like that. I don't know if I already shared that with you, Johnny, or anybody. Mm. I don't even mind sharing. It. I don't even mind sharing it here right now, if if you don't mind. Do tell. Do tell. Okay, so like, like I'm saying about places that you should have like wrong place, wrong time, or whatever. So it was one. It's probably maybe like six, seven years ago on my block where I live at here. Uh, I had just parked my car on the right hand side. I don't know if you're gonna follow me on the right hand side. Oh, you told me. You told me this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Though, if it's gonna go where I I think it's gonna go, go ahead. I just parked my car. I just came from washing clothes. Right. Usually, we sit. I sit in the car for a second, probably scrolling on my Instagram. You know what I mean? Before I get out the car, sometimes. And uh, usually, and most times, where I was parked at, that was not the same park spot I usually park at. I usually park a little closer, but I didn't park there now because my neighbor was his car was there, and I didn't. You know what I mean? And I couldn't park there, so I had parked somewhere else. So then, boom, I was done on my scrolling on my phone. I had slides on, a bag of clothes in my hand. So I'm walking down my street. Mind you, this is 6 p.m. in a, maybe in June or July, midsummer. Kids outside playing. Luckily, there was no kids out there this time. So I walk down the street. I'm just walking down the street, and I, I hear, pop, pop, pop. I'm thinking it was fireworks. It's July. I'm thinking, you know, I turn around. It literally was, a, it was like I was a fucking South Central of the car shooting down the street towards another car with me walking across the fucking street. I'm trying to duck, but I didn't even know which way to even go. You know what I mean? Because you just never know when you, you don't know scenario. In that scenario, you don't know what you want to do, honestly. Yeah. I'm turning around like, are you fucking kidding me? So I'm trying to get out the way real quick. That car is still steady shooting down the street. The other car, that, that car that it was the, the target, it turned, it turned to the like right-hand side, the side where my car was parked on. So 
I get it. I run and get in the house flying. My heart's racing. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just like, this, these bullets, they ain't got no, they ain't got no GPXs on them. Like, no. they know exactly where it's supposed to go. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, shook up. Like, oh, shit. Like, you know, it was I wasn't the target. You know what I mean? Just, I was wrong place, wrong time. So, I get so I get in the house or whatever. I come back out. The cops is everywhere or whatever. So, where I normally park at, fucking bullet holes in the fucking top of the uh, top of the car where I usually park at. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, you know, if I was parked or sitting in that fucking car at that time, I thought about fucking shot right there. Yeah. Mm, you, you got caught like Conway did. That's what happened. He was sitting in the back of the SUV and they just started lighting shit up and it went boom right in his neck. That's yeah, that's just one of those situations though, where I'm telling you, just never, you just never know. You can't, yeah, you just yeah. never know shit happen any, any, any time, any place. You know what I mean? Any time, yeah. any place. Yeah, yeah, any time. That's why we always try to travel and go as far away as we can. Vinny, get on a plane now. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> but that's why I don't. Nah, but you get on the plane. No, I want to say I want to ask Vinny and Dre. Dre, around what time did you think that I really started like? going outside of, you know, according to your standards or whatever that I started just like, you know what? Let's roll. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Uh, you mean, hold on, wait, so with you, with you, like with you, like going to, going to, going to the concerts or going to the bar crawls or going, you know, just started roaming. Um, uh, I don't, we keep track of that, but I, I don't know, probably within the last, <laughs> What, I don't like know, maybe though, like ten years. I think I made I mean, up I'm for all. Like, I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say like ten years, probably. So, yeah, because yeah, you know what? That's absolutely right. Because basically, the damn Washington Throne may have been the first started you actually coming out, going outside like that. Yeah, I think so. And with, with Vinny too, uh, Vinny, as far as the concerts though, we've been doing that since the Roots picnic, right? That was the first real big one. Yeah, twenty fourteen. Anybody going to this year? That's crazy. I ain't know none of y'all then. <laughs> <laughs> or you did. You just didn't know it's like in name and shit. You probably seen us nah, around and shit. I didn't. I didn't know y'all. I wasn't. I wasn't around. I was at work and I was at the crib. Mm. So I didn't even go out. I didn't. I didn't go out. Well, you live vicariously through us then. Shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they sold too. They just like you know how I, I say. I, I I was telling people this. You know, one of my personals. This is my own my own thoughts during the pandemic about how people, how I, how I analyze how people, some people just go, some people just like to go out and be at the bar and be social. Like mm-hmm. when you take that away from people, that was, that they said that's killing people, you know, they, and, I, and I said that, I said people who just, uh, they're like, they say they don't have no females. They don't get females. They don't, you know what yeah. I mean? They don't, they all, they, they all they like to do is go to the bar and be social, maybe have a drink or two, talk shit to whoever's there or whatever. And that's their life. And when you took that away from them, like they said, that's that's hurting people right now. Like you know what I mean, not being able to do things like that. Human interaction, you mean? Yeah, and they said that that like, that, shortens, that shortens your lifespan. The study just came out. I think it may have been today or yesterday. They said that that shortens your lifespan when you uh you can't have that human inter- interaction. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The social. So I, was, I yeah, wonder what that's like. And the irony is that most of the stuff that happens to anybody is kind of like you know an outlet is just talking to other people and just being with your close family and friends and shit. So what the fuck do you do when the shit that happens means you can't? So that, that shit was a hurt piece for everybody. And that's, and that's honestly what you just said, Benita, is actually right. It's because I, I said that about just homeboy shit. Like, some people don't understand how people vent. Like, some people may not be the most vocal especially about where we're, Especially where we're all from. We, we didn't grow up on 
going to the therapist and counselor and shit. We grew right, up right. to each other. Hey, we, are you, are you grew up on like, yo, let's go have a beer. And maybe if I talk about it, I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah, you just vent, talk shit to your boys. Like, I mean, I, I used to, you know, help, where we grew up, like going through a shrink with some shit they did on TV. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dr. Melfi. Do you feel like when we grew up like you still trust that nigga like man ain't about to tell everything I just told us everything I just told the people everybody like like either either that or they're gonna like they're gonna tell everybody what we what we said like snitch on or why would they care like who wants to hear they don't even know me why the fuck would they care about my girl like and I still honestly Vinny to me personally I. I know I was wrong for thinking that way, but I still think that way. Like they get yeah. paid for me. They're getting paid for me to tell them my tell them my thoughts and my feelings. Like, do they really care? You know what I mean? They're gonna get paid regardless. You know what I mean? If they care or not. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've had. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Since the pen, since my mother died, I've had three therapists. Three therapists. The one was just cool. It was like that was the first experimentation. It was a guy, and it was just cool to get an interesting way of looking at death and shit from somebody that's a whole different walk of life for me, different race, different everything. So that one kind of helped in that. It had me just look at it like, all right, you're looking at it through this lens here, put these lens on, look at it through this way. You know what I mean? And that kind of helped me with that shit. And then the, um, the second one I had, she was more of a realist and she would give me the real and shit, which that one was cool. But then Oh, and, and it's funny, though, and, and what does this say about it, too? Both of those therapists, uh, they stopped being my therapist because both of them transitioned to the they were backed up with high school students. So both of them moved to schools and became school therapists. What does that say? And then the third one, she was more of a judgy bitch. So like, mm. <laughs> you know, like I stopped going to her to the point oh, where you just, you just felt like you just wasted your time with three different people, bro. <laughs> like you just wasted your time. No, I didn't Seriously. because the first one helped me out to look at things and deal with things in a different way. That one really worked. And the second one, it was good to vent to somebody that has a different take on shit too, though. Like the second, the girl, or, she gave it to me straight up too. And like, no, you know, that's just this or this justice. You know what I mean? Or you could, or you could have came to the bar, or you could have came to the bar and had a couple shots of vodka with us. We could have <laughs> talked about it, and you would save your money because we all been through it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But nah, just just certain shit. I just didn't want to. Nah, like at that time though, I was like mad shut, and then just somebody just recommended like you should go see a therapist. You could probably go see him with your, with your insurance and shit. And I was like, the, oh, okay. The scary shit of what you just said though is the 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 need and the fucking um, demand for those type of people in school mm-hmm. settings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really crazy because, I mean, it, it, it's not to shit on these kids about how, oh, we were tough and they're soft. It's, they, they are raised that it's not okay to be tough. But yet, yeah. what are you supposed to do then? Like, we were raised or you just, you suck it up and you suck it up, buttercup. You Nigga. fucking, like, be a man, move on. Or, or they have a knowledge but, that you got some issues, but then you got to figure out a way to work through it. They don't really do that told anymore. You can't be tough, not toxic, right? If you're toxic, you just, if you just, boys can't cry, that's toxic, not feeling you, right? But then you, you still really can't cry and, and whine about it. No. Nah. So yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it. what the fuck are they telling these kids to do? It's like, Yo, um, if it was a big today, part of life, it is. Go ahead, go ahead. Suck man. it up and I got get over it. I just got an example about that, man, Vinny. If, all right, with the nose I got, what I went through in school, if that was in today's show, I either would have shot up, the, I would have either shot up the school or killed myself. 
from ridicule. Because... Hey, well, I didn't know where you was going with that at first. I thought <laughs> that was, was a long like, pause afterwards. I thought he was saying like he can, you know, you, your sense of smell is real. Oh, fuck <laughs> no. Fuck I never noticed no. your nose, man. I'm sorry. Whatever. Eddie, well, Dre, Dre, Dre known me since I damn, I ain't never noticed your snout. Dre, was it Dre, the same the whole time? Well, I mean, about right. ninth, ninth grade, yeah, when my shit got cracked. It was, that was out back, Dre, when we was playing basketball. My shit got cracked twice in, no, in the saying, face you, with a basketball. Did you into your nose? I, I guess now I got fatter, so, I mean, yeah, I guess. But <laughs> either way, either way, but, like, back then, though, think about, like, how cruel motherfuckers was. And, Vin, you probably heard a lot of shit, too, in school because we had a couple of the same, you know what I mean, same classes and shit, but yeah, but just think about sure it's still the only acceptable body shaming allowed. Like you can't call people fat no more, retard no more. So like, imagine, so imagine somebody. But, but say specifically, and nobody gives a fuck. Like nobody even bats an eye. So yeah, like back in the day, it was tough. You had to be that fucking like that. That's fucking we made who I am though. Because yeah, like, we were built for it. Yeah, we were built for it. Then. You I had mean, that fuck because we were, it was you was either gonna cry about it, you was either gonna curl up into the ball and die about it, you was either gonna fight every day about it, or you was gonna flip it and make them laugh at some other shit, and then show that it didn't bother you and just fucking flip it. And that's how I got my sense of humor. Like my sense of humor is from my pop and from getting roasted every day, and I just turned it in. I flip it. Like nah, that that's not funny. What if you said this about you know? And then I'm now I'm roasting some shit on another thing, and like now. Like, it just, I fucking just like. It helped know, you develop but, personality quick. But I don't know what I would have done if it would have been like. In today's era, right? So yeah, like today where you, you can't say shit or you can't say shit back or it's just fucking weird. Like, because there's no way to shit has stopped. It's just now it's so much. It, now it's everything's fucking different. Like, it's, it's fucking weird. Like, the way the kids are, are raised now, like, I don't know how you'd be now if you. Like we're about to fucking kill yourself because someone made funny something that's funny about you. Like that was just how yeah. it was to hide. Like, well, that's it, what I'm saying. Like, it was like, boy, I was like, boy, I'm glad I didn't have the balls or the guns back then. I'd have pulled a Columbine and shot up so many fucking motherfuckers. Yeah, it sounds bad when you concept. say it now. When you say, put it, but yeah, put it in context in the '90s thing and shit. Like that was but like the whole far fetched. Go ahead. Because most of the kids that are shooting up schools and shit are kids that are bullied, but. It's like at the high, like everybody was bullied. Every yes. every everybody like had you know was clowned at some point, and you just you know clowned them back and went about your day. Like that was that. Yeah, it was just it was you know what I mean. Like I, I don't know. It's it, so it's different to say like, nah, you can't. It's different. It look it's different. Hello. Yeah, 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 up. yeah. Now I mean it is different now, but just, again, it goes back to the therapy. I'm just so glad I ain't got no kids in school no more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough, yo. Because yeah, right now, it's, it's, not, it's not getting anything but worse. It's getting worse. You don't want to do the homeschooling thing because they lose the social part of life. But they lose the that shit thing. anyway. They lose yeah, it. I mean, it's worse. It's worse when you stay home. Dude, this is just during the pandemic. I, the kids, they, my, the online school shit, he didn't even do that shit. Straight yeah, A student yeah. wouldn't do this shit because I don't. Even, he wouldn't even explain to me why. I don't. He still don't even know why the fuck he didn't want to do it. <laughs> Straight A student, but he just was like, I'm not. He just did, he would act like he was going to log on, but just never logged on because yeah. the homeschooling shit. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. I don't know. It was different. And it was new, so they they wasn't they didn't have a yeah. grip on how to do it. There was, there was a lot of days where like my um my sister's kid or my cousin's kid, like all of them had days where like all the like the internet didn't work for like 15 minutes, and they was like just how oh, fuck it that. And yep. like whole day, it was just a, a wash because, and but 
that social shit, Jay, like that's that's serious, man. You can't wait till you eighteen, nineteen, go out in the real world to be the first time you ever experience any kind of fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, because you can't, be awkward. You can't be, be awkward. You can't have to fit. Here's the thing: like, if you learn how to process like those emotions and uncomfortability and somebody making fun of you and how to deal with that, if you learn how to deal with that as as a child, then like that's that's when you're supposed to learn. If you wait until you're 14, 15, or 17, 18, you're going out in the world, real world for the first time, and then somebody's fucking with you, you have no idea what the fuck to do. You're going to snap. Yeah. You're gonna, that's, when, that's when you get the people who snap. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get the, when the guys who the guys who, told, who are told no by girls that they, they can't handle that, so they end up snapping on them or killing them. Or doing some, yeah. They're serial killers. Would, that's that's what I'd be thinking. I'd be thinking, like, yeah, if that was... If that was if what I went through, like, if Shamim would have went through a quarter of that shit, she would have, you know what I mean? She wouldn't be able to handle that shit. Like, Yo, uh-huh. listen, man. I got Especially two teenage daughters, 15 and 16. All right? And the things they be saying to me that they reply with, I go, wait, is that what I was doing? Like, <laughs> I come in the community. You, you, y'all all remember coming home after school and grabbing a snack, right? You just to grab whatever you just hungry. Yep. sit down yep. throwing some thundercats or something okay eat a snack you know what i mean just just shit that don't even go together yeah you know what i mean you got pickles and starburst you know what I mean? you just eat okay right? baloney uh, yeah hot baloney <laughs> my man dug out of the bowl with his bare hand yo. Just <laughs> need to put a glove on you didn't even have no gloves back then that was crazy nah. yo. or they little so, clothes and sometimes they grabbed it though you all come here one day and they just got mad snacks on the table. Like, like smoke. Like, oh, we were smoking. Now we need snacks. That That's how many snacks they had. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm looking at it like, yo, y'all don't need all those snacks. Save some of that for other people. Y'all probably ain't going to clean up after yourself. Put some of that away. The response I got was, stop fat shaming us. What? <laughs> now, so she took eating excessive amounts of sugar as fat shaming. Yeah, and I was thinking to myself, hold up, is that what I'm doing? Is that is that how y'all? Ah, yeah. it, and here's the thing: it's, it's not that they say it; it's the fact that they're thinking it. That's that's where I get scared. Like that's where your mind goes to instead of oh, dad just you know he came in, he saw us with a bunch of stuff, he told us to put it away. You think I'm fat shaming you? And and the other thing that I tell them, everybody in my house, I go, yo, this is as great and as comfortable as your life is going to get. If you can't handle the shit that goes on here, if you can't handle me in your face saying, yo, get this up after I told you four or five times, your your feelings are hurt by that. How are you going to handle anything outside this door? Exactly. This is, because me hollering at you comes with love. Mm-hmm. People outside, I tell my girls this all the time. I'm like, people outside, they're not going to care what your excuse is. They don't care why you didn't get up. They don't care why you don't feel good. They don't care who's not talking to you. Oh, you can't get the job done? All right, you're fired. We're going to get somebody who can. That's, I always use that example too with Shamim. I was all like, yo, so what happens on the day when somebody at the job says, then I don't like what you're doing, you're fired? Then what are you going to do? You know what I mean? I, I, it's funny. It's going to come right back to your ass. And that's right. what I'm afraid of. But we grew up with our experiences came from a very select amount of shows and then each other. And that was it. And now, yeah. they're, now their experiences and shared life experiences are the entirety of the fucking world. So they're, yeah, anytime. So they're, 
So they're soaking up like a sponge because that's what children are, sponges. They're soaking yeah. up all these travesties and dramas that, like, when we were children, we didn't read the newspapers. So we weren't downloading Yo. all the pain of the world constantly like these Yo, kids are. Funny you said that. So, yeah. so they are fucking downloading all the shit that should be outside of their realm of fucking concern at their yeah. age. And then personifying it as their personal experiences. That is why everybody's a fucking victim over everything. And, and that mm-hmm. is an identity for so many people because I can't be wrong if inherently within what I'm wrong about, I'm a victim too. So it's like if, if you tell me like that I shouldn't eat this, it's now I get to not be wrong at all if you are fascinating me because now I flipped it on you. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. It's like manipulation. Yep. And I don't even know if they actually quantify it like that. No, but that's yeah, the man. Scary thing. Shameem, I check her quick. Like, you're not gonna get over on me. This ain't this ain't one of them TV shows you be watching and shit where they tell you that that shit's cool and all that. I was like, this ain't this is the real world. That ain't. And see, that's dope because no one else is there to challenge you. Well, some of us now lately, not not at all. But some of us, we get challenged if we are coupled with a, uh, let's say, <laughs> let's say modern parent. That's, and that's where it's tough because it's very, very challenging to raise a kid. It's very, very challenging to raise a kid if you have two schools of thought. Yeah. Dre, because I, I always I would, tell my kids, I don't care. I don't care who said what. You better have some manners up in your voice when you talk. That's what I was going to Speaking of manners, that's what I was going to say. Dre, did your kids ever try to buck at you? Because your kids are as tall as you. Some of, one of them is even nah, taller. Nah, they ain't. Nah, they would, one tried that with like, this is, this is again, Johnny, this, I'm glad you asked that question. I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> so, Dre got some shit so on his not. chest. Well, yeah, something about like, here, here go. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because he, he probably may have been like, uh, probably like 16 at the time. He like he like that old Chicago shit that you know what I mean Chief Keeps and yeah little bibbies little bibbies and all that type of shit. He listened to that, we listen to that shit, but still still good kid or whatever. But you know how see, you understand a kid try to test you or whatever, thinking they mm-hmm. you know what I mean may think that you like oh, let me see if I can try pushing or you know what I mean to do whatever you know even even if it's play whatever yeah so, yeah he tried try to he tried to do that shit one time and I just manhandled the shit out of him and you know after that he never tried that yep. shit again. You just put him in a headlock and like who the fuck you talking to? Nah, I was like I, I was I, I was like a defensive uh like an offensive lineman basically. You know what I mean? He tried to get through. I had to make sure I was pushing him back. You know what I mean? He can't get through to the quarterback. You know what I mean? So Word. it was like one of those type situations. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But that goes back to being the age difference. You know what I mean? I, I kind of was. Still, I was still in my 30s maybe when that happened. So, you know, if I wasn't that old compared to him, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I was in my 30s probably then. Yeah. yeah, I was in my 30s then. So, you know, I wasn't that old, but you don't want to be that old. you like 50, 60-something, you know what I mean? With a, a, a wild, strong 12-year-old now, you might not be able to handle that. Yo, imagine. That's imagine. That goes back to that shit don't work. That shit don't work all the time. If you aim it at the right <laughs> nerve, yeah, it does. Yo, imagine Johnny, Johnny, if you, if you, imagine Johnny calling us for help on FaceTime while he's in the headlock. Hey, get this boy off me. 
All I said was take out the trash. That's it. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah. Just two bags. Shit, the next way. day. <laughs> next day. Oh, my, my knee came out of me. My knee your dad whooped your ass. Now he tased my ass. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't hurt. And that, this, is, this is going forward in the future. I'm telling you, mark my words. Yeah, he gonna say, yeah, he tased my ass. He said, that hurt, though. I just shook it off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got up, though. Yo, I got up. Yeah, you were thinking, all right. Yeah, yeah, I got up. They, they, look, <laughs> depending on depending on how much you how much you got in your system, sometimes that shit that, they shake that shit off. You know, and I mean? if he got you, you in the headlock, there. if he got you in the headlock when you tase him, that that might transfer to you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a double whammy. See, but that's why I don't. I don't know. I, I'm still. I might just still take it the old school way and just like instill the fear of God of him early, so he won't even think about disrespecting me. What? See, what, nigga, what you using the cane? What do you see you using a cane to walk, nigga? He, like, I ain't gonna be like that. Nah, thing. don't put that on me, shit. Nah, <laughs> man, it's it's consistency. See, here's the thing. Here's what I figured out. I figure it starts with with a little bit of fear. Like, all right, I'm afraid my dad gonna jump on me or whatever. But then over time, that fear just turns into them just doing the right thing because they it's just it becomes a habit. So then it's no longer they don't fear you. They have that question. Like my son's twenty, and he's bigger than me now. You know what I mean? Mm. Little little diesel waffle color son of a bitch. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But the Bisquick Bandit also he he'll tell me now he'll be like, I don't think you'll hit me, but I'm there's always always in the back of my mind that if I slip up, you might jump on me. And he bigger than me. I might, I might have the fight of my life on my hands right now. That's how Dre's oh, son is. Dre's son is huge. Well, not really yeah. huge. He's he's what like two inches taller than you. Dre, mm, he probably, he probably about to say, he about to, he might be the same height. Nah, like man, that tall shit don't mean nothing. I've chopped hair, down yeah. many a trees. Dudes thought <laughs> yeah. thought because I was shorter than them, I get on that ass like a squirrel and then, get him off me, get him off me. Yeah, that don't let that that height don't mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, that don't mean don't. nothing. I'm going right for them knees, and then you uh-huh. gonna be we gonna be eye level. Yeah, because that's yeah. one thing these kids they rumbling skills ain't nah. The way they fight, they can't fight like girls. They don't fight though. They, they don't fight shoot. no more at all. They don't, yeah. fight, they don't fight no more. Listen, they no more. Ain't no more that like yo, let yo let. So, all right, so let me ask you a question because here's here's the other thing. If you if you see your kid, especially son, daughter, I'm going to say daughters more because dads and daughters, there's a, there's a bond. But if you see your kid out there and it's like five kids jumping on him, three kids jumping on him, what you doing? No, you got to get them off him. You got to get them What's your next him. move? Well, it depends on, it depends on, I'm about to say it depends on how many situations it is. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm break out the taser. I'm saying, oh, I got What I have, what I have over over the weekend, Bruce. What I have in the car still. I had an old piece of the club. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I still got that shit. What's my man, we start calling you Virgil. Static <laughs> shock over here. Yeah, what? <laughs> he said he got the taser. Yeah, what, what you you had a what in the car? You said a piece of the you what? You remember the club, the club they used to put on that mommy used to have on the on the Chrysler LeBaron on the Stratus. The, oh, yo, you the got Chrysler the Chrysler LeBaron. Oh, got the taser, yeah, the taser, yo. Bro, yo, you, you, 
I just kept the one metal piece with the with the hook on it. So you, you can hold it and it'll man, that shit'll do damage. Like a billy club. Like a like a cop billy club. And I got a little billy club. I got a little mini slugger too, the 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 the, the foot and a half long joints. I got one of them too. You talking yeah. about a taser with all these other metal weapons. You gonna fuck him. We gonna find him. He gonna be wiggling like a fish when we catch up with him. <laughs> I know, man. What the thing? I did, I did tell you, but it got me too. What'd you bro, say? We gotta talk. We gotta, I said we gotta talk, but we gotta go get back in the lab, bro. We gotta, you gotta get, you know what I mean? Like, right? You talk about, you talk about shit that somebody will slap out of your hand and you ain't gonna have that shit no more. Don't matter. I got teeth. I, I'm you, man. Fucker. <laughs> and it can like that's Johnny, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't the rah rah type anyway. Shit, that's one thing about me. One thing about I think all of us for real, none of us have that rah rah element in us. Dre's always been the I'm so cool. Dre's always been that. Vinny's always been the he's so funny that everybody just get along with Vinny and Bruce too. He just been the calm like hey nah Fonzie. nah mine will come out if it comes out. That's what I'm afraid of. I keep it at bay. Cause I've done some unspeakable things that I wish <laughs> I didn't, but I am, I try to be cool. I try to be as, cause I, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a fighting person because I really don't do anything. If you think about it, like somebody piss you off and y'all fight, like people be like, Oh, let them fight. Let them fight it out. We really solve nothing. We right. re- we really didn't. If we have a, if we have an issue, then maybe we should talk about it. Like for for real, we don't even you don't even realize how much we don't properly communicate. Yeah, well, man. Eh, nowadays, though, that's, I mean, that's mm. funny you said that. though. that's I, I, you said proper properly communicate. This is why a lot of times I like when it goes back to the, the police brutality videos. Like, you only see one part. You don't mm-hmm. see like what they say. If they ask them calmly, can you please, you know, whatever? And what are you supposed to do when they don't fucking comply? Yeah, you see the part where they just tossing them on the ground, and somebody saying, "You know, you don't have to do that to him. You have to do so." What about the time when he just asked them nicely? Can you yeah, please. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's always a, a double. You know, like Vinny says, "Devil's advocate." Yeah, yep. That's what I don't understand about NYPD. Like, you could literally go up to an NYPD officer and say, "Suck my dick," and they won't break your face. Like, have you noticed that's that? A, like up there, they have mad restraint. Nah, I know no listen to them cameras like that shit, bro. They 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 will fuck you up for real. Like they, they now they well, or, or they wait, yeah, they wait till they get you when they ain't rolling. Yeah, you gotta be a uh, cameras is a certain type of person that should be able to do that. Why you cop will fuck you up for real? And and they dirty. Here's what we'll do. I got an idea. How about y'all talk shit to the cops? And then I'll tape it, and then we'll see how it goes. <laughs> no. You got no, that I, one. What happened? He said, he said, how about uh, you go talk to the cops crazy, and I'll just record it, and let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You only want no parts. You're going to play them type of games. Like, they, they only show you that shit on, like, social media just only shows you, the, like, small parts of life. Life is so much bigger than the shit that they show you on these social media things, yo. Oh, yeah. It's almost getting like I'm tempted. Um, honestly, this is the, this is you hearing it here for me right now. I'm, I'm so I'm like on the verge of just disconnecting from this shit totally. But it's just like I don't want to because like more or less than people, I get my information from like you know the current events that are going on. You know, what I mean? right. outside of like this girl showing a picture there, or this 
I'm talking about like actual things that are going on, like clothing and shit that I like. I look, it's, it's more than just you know what I mean than, than well, other. You could limit. I mean, you could you could start unfollowing. Like I started doing that. There was I don't want to. I don't want to do the. I don't want to do the unfollow thing because I always think like, man, why do you? I like to think about people like, why the fuck they unfollow me? Like, what I do to you? Like, I don't even. I always want to have that question, like, why did it happen? No, I'm not even like, talking about people in your remote circle. I posted. I'm like, what meme did it? Yeah, I mean, see, I don't even go, that's the thing. I, like, when you don't post a lot, it, it has to be personal, personal. Like, if somebody does, like, unfollows you, it's more, if you, I can understand a person who posts a lot of bullshit all the time. They're like, oh, I don't want to see that no more. And then they may unfollow. Even though you don't have to unfollow people anymore, you can just mute them if you don't want to see certain shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I started but, unfollowing all of half of them, them fucking BBLs, all stars. <laughs> oh yeah, I never fo- bro. You late because I you late because I never followed. I never followed them in the first place. If they pages, yo, if they pages, the funniest public, one I've seen. The funniest he said, like, one. Yeah, the fucking intervention. I like a happy Well, no, it was just I don't know. It was just like because they all look like knockoffs of the same archetype. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, all y'all look the same. All y'all have an OnlyFans link in y'all bio. It's funny how it'd be like chicks that, that have Cash App links in their bio. Like you're asking for like your rentals. That's how I look at them all now. Oh, they're, they're some just, of that don't even look good, yo. Yo, I just I, look at them as rentals. I told, I don't know. I, I said my little theory. I said my little theory on it. I'm like, if you're a female that has any kind of an ass, you should never be broke. You should never be broke. If yeah. a female could just literally take pictures of her ass, get their social media going to the point where they can put for perverts to get to uh just to buy pictures of them, like yeah. that is fucking insane. Like they got it made. Like why are they? Oh, they should be so many more fucking millionaires with females. Yeah, they, get, they get paid just to exist. Just yep. exist. Yeah. Like don't oh don't let it be a pretty one. Don't let it be like a real pretty like a real real pretty one. Oh, they are so fucking annoying these days. Oh my god, yo. Mm-hmm. they're like not even human anymore. Like they don't even treat you like. Like, like yeah. you knew them. You're like, I know who you are. Like me and you know and each other. Lack I know. Persona- and you all know of them I mean? lack personality, and all, some of them have the into- the intelligence of a doorknob. It's yep. like, oh, well, why do they need that? But that's why they be quiet on there. And you, some of them, they be quiet, and some of them they don't smile too, because some of them jibs be fucked up. But a lot of them, though, the second you see, you hear them speak, it's like, oh, god damn. Yeah, it just. They, I don't know. I, I, that's why I said it does get annoying. Yeah, like social media. Is, it just a follow and follow. Through. I did that to a lot of them. Man. It's, 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 it took it. It took it to another level. It's like you know, what I mean, well, sometimes at one point with certain females, you may have had an interaction with them, but as soon as they get a whiff of, uh, oh, everybody's feeling me now. You know, what I mean, you may not even hear from that girl. Attention again. outside of their immediate the crazy circle. Crazy thing is. Yeah. That's what all these young, these little girls are seeing and think that they got to be and look like yep. and stand up to. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they definitely do. That's that's what's so scary. I just seen something the other day. Well, I mean, as far as like the looks, two things. Well, first thing, they the, they show LeBron's wife and his daughter. And I love the fact that his daughter is a little fucking girl. She looks yep. like a little girl. She's dressing like a little girl. She, yep. you know what I mean? She don't got none of that crazy shit. She just looks like a little girl. Second, on the other hand, Fucking Kim Kardashian wants to take her nine year old to that fucking uh, costume ball, that fucking weird ass yeah. costume ball. There's no way in hell that they need to have a nine year old go to that go to no damn Met Gala. Nah, that was crazy. And did you see like what was that? What was that recent one where where Northwest was there and and she was with Kim and shit, and she was like, "I'm done. I'm, I'm tired of taking pictures." And she just walked off. That's another. That was a different day. That was, the Met Gala was this last night, so this yeah. is a different day. That was like last week or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. see that shit? Like, oh. yeah. 
she let her be a little girl. Let her yes. be a little girl. Now, I understand Kanye being mad at her with the TikTok influencer, but that's more or less little kiddish. Like, I, I don't think that's bad, me personally. I think that's more or less let her it be in the house, let her be a little kid. You know what I mean? That's what little kids mm-hmm. do. They we 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 you know, I'm not saying like us little girls, but we reenacted songs and shit. Remember, we used to reenact crisscross and shit in the fucking backyard. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's shit like yeah. that. So what a time. We just didn't have a camera. We just didn't have a camera. That we, we I mean, I, I might have had a camcorder, but we didn't think about recording this shit at the time. But yeah. it's pretty much the same thing. It's the same thing. Let her be a kid. Don't take her to these fucking zombie ass. Yeah, materialistic ass places. Yeah, yeah, like that. That shit was unnecessary. She ain't need to be there for that. Now I, I feel Kanye one hundred percent on that. Like if he wants to be upset about that, like cause that would be you know as a parent, like yo, you ain't taking my kids to no damn place where they first of all it's full of fucking pedophiles. They don't they, they don't have no uh, boundaries with no shit like that in there. Yeah, yo, you know what's crazy about that is that uh, my daughter, she's seventeen now. She, I damn, I said sixteen and fifteen. 15 and 17. But my 17 year old, when she was younger, you know, she grew up Catholic with her mom. And her mom used to always have her, whatever youth group she was in, they would always go to DC to the pro-life thing. And I'm like, yo, why is my six year old going to pro-life rallies? She ain't even, she's not even of the mind to even think about sex and having an abortion or any yeah. of that. Like, why, right. why are we even introducing that? And it did yeah. do something to her. And now, like, she lives with me now. And we've had a few talks. And she's just like, I was so brainwashed. I was, and I'm like, yeah, you, you did. That's why I didn't go to church with y'all. Go sit and do the, you know, y'all little, it, it just, it was always creepy to me. Everybody just standing up quiet. Then we, nah, bro. (laughs) You got uh my six year old, you know, going to bus trips for pro life and she don't even know what life is yet. And now, now she's pro choice and she's like, you know, I don't think anybody should be telling anybody what to do with their body. Absolutely. But she had to, she had to come here and get different experiences to open up that part of her mind. If she was still with her mom, who knows? Maybe she wouldn't feel that way. And she'd be right. still locked behind that door of not knowing nothing. Experience the best teacher. And we, we got to an argument, you know, a little early. I mean, she might have been 13. And I'm like, look, you don't know that yet. Because she was saying about women not, I don't care what happens, you shouldn't have an abortion. I'm like, you don't know that. You've never been in that situation, so you don't get to say that. Yeah. And I feel like social media gives everyone a lane to say things that they probably know nothing about. And and you can click on any page and find your community of people who will agree with everything you say down to a T. Echo chambers and shit, yeah. Exactly. And most people don't even want to, even if they say something wrong, sometimes you don't even want to tell your people that they wrong because you don't want to start no shit. So it's like, all right, I'm going to let you talk. Even though that don't make sense at all, but I'm going to let you rock. Mm. So nobody, we're not even telling each other the truth anymore. Uh, it's a big echo chamber at this point, but well, I mean, when we, oh, well, guys, well, it depends, I guess, because we're all old school. So we all, if something ain't right, something, we all, we all speak up pretty much. I know yeah. I do. I'm too much of an asshole not to, but you know what I mean? 
Um, well, I would hope that <laughs> I would hope that whatever I'm doing, y'all would be like, "Yo, you bugging?" Oh yeah, yeah. The, the older generation, we can do that. We kind of, we kind of, you know, we kind of can say, "Yeah, you know what I mean?" Hey, man, listen, I ain't hey, don't man. do that shit. Hey, don't do that shit. <laughs> like I got, I got to bull, I got to bull my coworker, and this is a previous situation. We was on the way to Pittsburgh. I'm arguing, and I hang up the phone. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And my man looked at me and was like, you know what your problem is? You keep trying to save these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say LOL after it? No. Are you serious? <laughs> he was dead serious. <laughs> but his, but his thing, though, I couldn't get mad because he was right. Oh shit! That's hilarious. <laughs> we got. I mean, out. he he had a straight face, just like yo. You keep trying to save these hoes. That's funny. And he was right. <laughs> and I took my cape off. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm just picturing my man from Office Spaces rolling up with the coffee mug. <laughs> yo, that that might that almost might have been what it was. What the fuck was his name again? Oh shit! Uh, 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 what the fuck was his name? Oh, his name, yo. I'm gonna need you to stop saving these hoes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's one of the movies I didn't appreciate till I got into the workforce. Mind <laughs> you, like I when it came out, I was like, oh, that's kind of stupid. But then when I was starting oh, working, Lumberg, all of a sudden, that's his name, Lumberg. Yeah, it was two different Lumbergs. He thought she, he thought, he thought she banged the one, the one Lumberg. He's like, yeah, she gave Lumberg something. Oh man, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we I, I didn't even, even like the way he said that. Lumberg fucker. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was crazy. And that's, yeah. that was the thought he had in his head every after that. He thought it was Lumberg. Yeah, but that, I mean, that might have been the way he said it. And I could have got mad. You don't know what you're talking about. But he was right. You know what I mean? And even if he was wrong, I mean, I would, nah. But we don't do that anymore because now you're offensive. If you tell somebody the truth, or you tell them your opinion from outside looking in, now you're hating or you're picking them apart or all these excuses instead of, you know what, this person might just care about me and want the best for me. Let me listen. But there we don't go. do that. There you go. She don't want to be saved. Sometimes they just get she don't. <laughs> we gonna end it off on that. We on two and a, almost two and a half hours and shit. God damn! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Or two. Yeah, two seventeen. Shit. But we'll try to do it. Do it. Seven minutes left. Yeah, we'll we'll hey, he, he on he on he on the clock though, so I I, I understand. I'm gonna have to text him the score and let him know that you understand. <laughs> going on here. Go ahead, yeah, you can keep it in that group chat. He likes so he like popping that sports shit. That's out of my wheelhouse. But um, thank you fellas for uh coming along with me. This was a good little therapy session too. Yeah, man, fuck them therapist bitches. No, no. Anyway, what you think people go to the bar for, yo? We just go to the bar sometimes. Like I said, sometimes even if you don't even say a word, just being out and being around your people. No, sometimes I just sit there and soak up and trip off of y'all. I know. Yeah, I mean, I but you don't even like some people. Like I said, people like not everybody thinks the same way. Like yeah. some people just, you know, like I said, just like to be if they just out around people. That's enough getting it off their chest. You know what I mean? Just not being in the house because the house reminds you so much of whatever situations you're going through. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's that just, band-aid. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, go out and enjoy, you know what I mean? 
get it off your chest. Got mm. you, got you, got you. Shit, but uh, fellas, Drizzy, Drizzy, Vin Rock, Bruce no B, good looking, yes, good looking. Um, next, uh, is don't save a hoe, chase a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Thank you guys for uh, coming on with me. I'm a, I'm gonna try to be a little more consistent, but I know everybody's schedule and shit, man. Shit, I wonder if I start paying y'all, will y'all just uh, they fucking be more consistent? We can just all do it. You know what I mean? Look at that. everybody got quiet. Look at everybody said. Nah, I'm gonna get you on my drone too because I need to be more pause. As well. Pause. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna get yeah, you on my drone. Whoa, yeah. hey, yeah. yo, yeah, that was bad. That was, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I, I, I apologize. That was bad. Yeah, stop making beats in your garage with the door open. You know that shit. They gonna be like, nah, oh yo, God. that's yo, that's fire. I'm at I'm at my boards right now, but I also have the outside joint. I love that, man. That's for the boom back. All right, though. well, next time you're doing that shit, let me know. I, I'll swing through and shit. You don't live too far from me. He live out Dillsburg too, Dre. So- oh, Dillsburg. <laughs> hey, no, that's what he says. No, all the way out of Hagerstown. Shit, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Damn. Anything past Camp Hill. Thank you, Vinny. We both said it verbatim. Anything past Camp Hill to him is out That's there. Billsburg and fucking uh, West Hanover. Alright, well, look, fellas, thank you guys for being with me, man. Um, our next trip, Vin, uh, Dre, I don't know if you, you ain't really a Marvel guy and shit. We all go in on Thursday. We're going to be like probably like 20 deep. Go see um, Guardians of the Galaxy and shit, but as far as on the music shit, though, that uh, in June, that Souls of Mischief joint, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm trying to get there, man. If, if I can get on the what? It. The 30th anniversary of uh, 93 to infinity. No, no, I said when, when is it in June? Um, June. 11, I think I put it in the. I put. I think I put it in the group chat and shit. I. I. I'll. I'll uh, it better oh, not okay. be June 11. No, no, it's it's 20 something. It's 20 something. So. Okay. Yeah, uh, but um, and it's only twenty five dollars right there, Baltimore Soundstage. You know, we could hop on the highway, psh, hop right back. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, right. it's June eleventh, my wife's birthday. So okay. Unless I can manipulate, you know what? be like, I got it. Look at in the thread. It's in the thread. It's in this thread. Uh, uh, uh the podcast thread. So I'm gonna leave y'all. I, I put right. that three six joint on here. So now, I'm, uh, now it went to this. Yeah, we gonna end it with the South shit. That was Fuck it. it. Yeah. Uh, there we go. That was it right there. Yeah. It didn't matter if you was from the North or, the, or, or anywhere. You couldn't hate on this shit. You couldn't. Nah, hell. Not at all. And shit. But thank you, fellas, for being with me, man. Till the next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.